you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ja. Just want to give you guys a heads up. We had a little bit of a problem with the audio from last night, so I wasn't able to edit the way that we normally do. I ended up having to pull the audio from the live stream we did. Thankfully, we live streamed, so we thought we had a backup of the audio. But uh, uh, just wanted to give you the heads up because the audio is not going to be as clear as we normally have it, even though I think it's still fine. The audio was was okay. I leveled out the volumes a bit more, so hopefully nobody's ears are being, uh, you know, eardrums are being blown out here. But I hope you guys enjoy the show. It was a good one. We had a great time with the cast of Lagging Balls, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. Hey, 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 I'm excited. Yes, and, and as everybody on the Twitch stream can see, we have two very special guests with us today, Thorn and Thiss from the Lagging Balls podcast. Hi. Hey, special is right. Yeah. <laughs> that part right. Yeah, oh. you got me. All guests are special. We, you guys are just the specialists this oh, week. Thanks. thanks. I'll try to hold back the tears. It's okay. No crying on the show. Thank you. Please cry. I love it. I would, I would love that. Superheroes don't cry. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode number 74. We are recording on September 19th for release on September 20th. Kind of a packed show today. Obviously, Thorn and Thista here, they're going to be joining us on our topics, but we're going to have a few questions for them. Some patch notes came down today that Bob didn't think was going to happen, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jeff Kaplan and the Overwatch team released another dev update last week about playing nice and playing fair, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Bob wants to talk a little bit about Overtrack.gg. Uh, we have some weekly updates, and we have some community questions. Before we get into all that, I'd like to welcome anybody who is listening for the very first time. Uh, thanks for taking the time to check out the show. We mostly, well, we do, we talk Overwatch news and competitive and esports here, but the focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we talk about those topics, that is the focus of the show. If you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Watchpoint Radio on Twitter, and you can join us on our Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. We normally use, uh, do community feedback at this point, but we didn't get any new iTunes reviews, which that's okay, guys. I'm holding it together. Not a big deal. It's okay. First week in a really long time. So good job on the streak. Yeah. Got to keep it positive, right? Good job on the streak there. That's good. And, good uh, yeah. It was a long streak, <laughs> it was man. A long, a streak. long so streak. So long. This day will come at one point. Well, I'm, just ha- I'm happy for what we had. <laughs> that, yeah, that, man. You guys have been supportive. We appreciate it. And... I'm not begging, but please next week. <laughs> uh, we did get community feedback, but I'm at, it was actually an email that we got from a, a longtime listener that we haven't heard from in a long time. The Syrinx, but it's it's a it's a long email that 
can kind of be a discussion. So we're actually going to put that toward the end of the show with the community questions. For now, we're going to talk to our guests. How you guys doing? Oh, Again, us? for the second time. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> oh. oh, we're fine. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks doing so well. Thanks a lot. <laughs> just, so excited. Overwatch uh, checking out the new changes. So. Yeah, actually, we're not good. We're tilt. Tilt AF. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The no Get good Overwatch today? Main. Oh, yeah. We were literally just rubbed in olive oil and covered in like that really nice pink salt, like Himalayan salt, just <laughs> rubbed in, you know, and then put in the oven like a baked potato, man. Yeah, I got on right before we got on the the podcast and played a game with with tank sword from the cavalry and we were both at 2960 i was like dude we're gonna win two games and i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my podcast we're gonna both be diamond we lost both no we, we honestly had, i'm uh, not surprised but i'm sorry <laughs> i haven't played a game overwatch since last week like though i got hit with two so i was talking on the show last week where i got hit with 50 sr losses Twice in one Ooh. day. And it's not like it's not like I was on a losing streak or anything like that. I lost like a game and then the next game I lost fifty SR and I'm like, what the Ooh. fuck? Ooh. Like what's going on? And then like me and Bob were told we were talking on the show and Bob brought up a good point. So he said, Sounds like I hit with a Libra penalty. And I was like, That does sound like I got hit with a Libra penalty because the game was over, defeat screen was up, the play of the game is playing on one of them. I leave. No warning. It just says, you know, are you sure you want to leave? I'm like, yeah, I want to leave. I just lost this fucking game. Of course I want to leave. Mm. And the second one, I actually waited until like the after the play of the game where they were showing the, uh, you know, the cards. And I was like, I'm not voting for any of these guys. They failed me today. (laughs) (laughs) And then I left the game. (laughs) And I got hit with another like 50 SR penalty. But I, I've talked about it so many times on the show, and then they came out and said it, like I think like last month, or maybe it was in July, that they brought it up that if you don't see that big red box that's a, that pops up when you leave in competitive, if you don't see that red box, you should be okay to leave. The red box that says, if you leave, you're going to get lever penalty and all these bad things will happen to you. If you ignore that and leave anyway, you're going to get a lever penalty for that. But if you okay. don't see that box, you are supposed to be clear. I was clear of that box, and I still got hit with the lever penalty. Uh, hmm. So how I long are you stay. supposed to wait? Who knows? Like that—that's the thing. Supposedly, at first, Blizzard said that you could just go when you see the defeat screen, you can go. But yeah. then people were getting hit with the lever penalty when they saw the defeat screen, and then they came out and clarified said, "Well, if you see the warning, don't leave. Wait, you know, wait." And then I waited. I did my part, and here I am getting yeah. a lever penalty to compound uh. that. The Overwatch community didn't make that any better. I shouldn't say the whole Overwatch community, but some dickhead in the forums yeah. didn't make that any better. So I posted in the forums about it. I wasn't even malicious or anything about it. I'm like, hey, this happened to me twice. I don't think it's really fair to get hit with lever penalty. Please take a look at this. It wasn't like I was demanding my SR back right. or something no. unreasonable. And this guy's like, oh, you left too early, clearly. And then he, he it's like he didn't even read the message clearly. that I put up because I, cl- I clearly described the situation because I wasn't writing to him. I don't give a fuck about him. I was writing to the developers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was writing to the developers. I was clearly describing the situation about what happened. And I clearly said, the feed screen was over. First time I haven't played the game. The second time it happened during the, the card screen. And he said, you must have left before the defeat screen. I, I just said I didn't leave before the defeat screen. And so then, this was a dev groupie. Yeah, d- d- yeah, dev groupie. <laughs> Blizzard can do no wrong. 
Don't talk about my dad like that. <laughs> Careful. I, I am a dad <laughs> I, Yeah, that's my part of the show. I am a Blizzard fanboy. Oh, absolutely. But no, like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Are you okay? I'm doing better. Thank you for asking. Nobody asked if I was okay. I, I like just, her. I worry about you. I like her. That <laughs> Thank hurts. You. It does. It's right here. No wonder you haven't played since last week. Yeah, it's I can't even muster up the desire no. to play. Every time I think about Overwatch, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and, I go, and I go. And you must be crying else. every night. Do Silent you cry thing. while you eat? I try not to. The food just doesn't That's taste tough. the same. Yeah. 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 It's funny to watch though. If you're Have out you of ever salt. seen? If you ever okay, you can like type in like people crying while eating, and you, there's like hundred like million videos of people crying. And I eating. remember that that was it's, a thing for a while. That's yeah, the video. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't that, know why. That was that was definitely birth of the internet. That's one of the mm-hmm. the atrocities, one of the the monsters <laughs> that came out of the internet. That's the real reason for Bob's green screen. Yeah, just play that behind his head. I <laughs> could do that. That's actually not that bad. And yep. Now I have an idea for next thing. week. Jaws, Jaws, yeah, just keep giving him ideas. I'm sure he's going to implement them. <laughs> uh, okay, so Bob was super excited to have you on. I was excited too, but Bob was like, <laughs> super excited. Jesus. Where the slack? He's like, I can't wait. I can't believe it. I can't believe this is happening. This is like when I was born, right? So he has, <laughs> Bob has questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, Bob. Go for it. <laughs> hey, man, what can I say? Lagging balls is the shit. I mean, come on. Everybody knows that. Oh, I love compliments. Just don't stop. Just keep going. <laughs> Just one sec. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, super. Sorry. Super, super. Sorry. Technical difficulties here. Okay. We can hear you. <laughs> So, super, super, yeah, I just had mine turned up, so I blew my own eardrums out there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm so super excited that you guys said you would, you know, come on and. Uh, like we had a choice. Well, I I mean, I only made one threat. I mean, it, it was it, a huge it, threat, though. But, it, I, but I, I was joking, obviously. I mean, Thorne gave you those photos in confidence and. <laughs> Like we never thought that you'd use them against us, but I mean, I don't care personally, but he does. So I mean, I thought it was a like a connection experience. Like, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Well, first question I have for you guys: What got you guys into gaming in the first in the first place? Like, what was the first games you guys played? We mm-hmm. start with we we'd start with Thist. Oh, nice. First. Ladies um, first. Yeah. Uh, who you call lady? Um, I think, I don't remember the first games that I played, but the first console I had was Sega Genesis. Um, but I oh. was lucky enough to be playing the original Warcraft game back in the day because my dad was a huge nerd and he had access to a computer when it came out. So I've been playing Blizzard games almost my entire life. And Were that makes me... Two? I don't remember, honestly. Like the original Warcraft came out when I was in like fifth grade maybe yeah i was really young and uh i hadn't obviously had no idea what i was doing but the game had like sheep and stuff in it and i was like yes you know because little kids are stupid right <laughs> did they have sheep the key. That, no. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so that's like my street cred i guess just makes me a better person than most people so i like to mention <laughs> it thanks for yeah, asking i mean 
Yeah, I was. I mean, I was one of those too. Like, like I originally played Warcraft. Warcraft Two. I was the first network that I made with a null modem cable with two computers, so that I could play my friends in Whoa. in Warcraft Two. I had a computer room. I was the I was the coolest nerd on the block. Nice. nice. I respect you now. <laughs> I did before, I guess, but you know, you got it. You got to be nerd god mode, like that one photo from like the must have been the eighties of the land party, and there's the one guy taped to the ceiling. That was not the eighties. It was not the 80s. It was, was like that early 2000s. Was it? Yeah, they were playing no. Counter Strike. Jeez. Oh. No, you're memes, bro. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. All right, Thorn, how about you? NES, the original. Me too, probably brother. Before uh, Fourth History was born, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the first game that you played? I got the, uh, the pack with um, uh, Super Mario Brothers and Gyromart. The same. Uh, you either got the Mario Brothers Duck Hunt or you got the Mario Brothers Gyromite. Was like a oh wow I'd... the two options to get like back in the beginning. So I only I know one other person who got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... everybody else I know has as as a Duck yep. Hunt. Did you that play was the uh, the very uh, the one that was the most prevalent? Um, I almost wonder if maybe some of it was regional or something like that. I was in uh, Southern California at the time and. Maybe. It might have been because in Kansas, I don't. I never even heard of Gyromite. Because I, th- I know, like around here, it was Mario Dunk Hunt and then Mario and uh, Track and Field. Whoa. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Track and Field. <laughs> Damn, so old. Because nobody wants to do that in real life. Yeah, then they had the mat with like. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yep. You could, That's like, when you first found out that motion gaming sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why. No, that's why none of the older generation. We're like when they had to connect, and we were like, "Nope, we've been we've seen this before." <laughs> I had the, okay. I had the power glove. Well, the power glove the power though glove. is different. It doesn't it doesn't even matter that the power glove sucked because the power glove was awesome. No, it wasn't. I totally thought I'd be able to play punch out at punch. Like, you couldn't. Did you actually you punch like, people with it though? You had to like do this. And Wait, then, like, that's this. code for something, right? We, like, we you actually had to like move your fingers <laughs> around to to do stuff. It was horrible. Yeah. Or was yeah, it ahead see, of I just, time? I mostly just like <laughs> played with it outside of Nintendo because it was awesome. I think yeah, everybody it did. <laughs> Doom fisted it up. Yeah. Did you play Zelda? Oh yeah, the original. Yep. Yeah, in fact, um, the recent uh, discovery in Warcraft of that mount. With everybody having to go into that repeating room. All I can think of is the repeating room of levels from the original Legend of Zelda. Oh man, yeah, I remember my dad thought games were a bad thing so when he brought the nintendo home he brought zelda with it he said okay we're gonna learn while we do this so grab that graph paper and we're gonna learn cardiography one of us is going to make the map while the other one plays and we're gonna take turns awesome Whoa. yeah it was actually really awesome we were making Damn. gaming guides before gaming guides were a thing and my problem solving skills in my career is probably it's probably better because of my early gaming with my dad and him actually making me learn something while I do it. That's awesome. That is really interesting. Go ahead, Pops. Hashtag yeah. Bob Facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag so uh, either of you can take this one on. I want to know what got you two into podcasting and why did you start? Uh, Dibs. So 
we've both been listening to podcasts forever, um, especially Blizzard podcasts. And uh, I've got background in radio. Thorne's got background in like, I don't know, PR or something. Um, and uh, we've... Are kidding? Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've always wanted to like, to do it, but... I think you kind of have to be in a place in your life where you can devote time to it. Otherwise you're just kind of wasting your own time, you know? Uh, so we were at that place and uh, I don't know. We just, we had, we've always been complete blizzard fangirls, and um, it just seemed like the right topic for us, you know? And it was right on the cusp of blizzard sort of uh, super expanding their games and stuff. Like it was, it was just going to be a wow podcast for the longest time, but uh we were just so excited. Like Thorne was really into Hots at that time. I was really excited for Overwatch to come out, um, and we were into Hearthstone and Diablo as well. So we just had so much to talk about. And even though we don't really talk about any of that at all on our show, usually, you know, it's there. <laughs> I mean, I think you guys, the next show, should d- dive deep into Diablo. You should talk about Diablo One. I would love to talk about some Diablo, but there's just been not a lot of news about it lately. Yeah, I I wasn't a real big fan. I played it when it came out. I haven't played any of the expansions. Yeah, it's good. Good yeah. games. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I haven't gotten is the the latest. But um, you know, I I I wasn't playing Diablo during the heyday. Apparently, Diablo two was the the best there ever was, and that was it um, was it was really before good. my time. I didn't start yeah. playing until three. I'm a filthy pleb. Not even the beginning of three, like later in three after all the changes and everything. So. You know what? You're so right. You are a filthy pleb. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. You know what I That was, uh, my little brother was super into Diablo 2, but it was the time when I was into Ultima Online, which was basically the first World of Warcraft. Nice. The game where you could take other people's shit. And now Bob feels mm. bad about it. We talk about that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, but I'm crying my shoulder. Like, it's okay. You're a good person. You're <laughs> a good person. <laughs> I, Don't be sweet, sweet, I wasn't then. <laughs> I was going to say... So, oh, oh, sorry. I was going to say... The one thing I was going to say about um, a lot of Blizzard game podcasters that I, that I run into and talk to, a lot of them, like you said, you're, you're, you're Blizzard fangirls. And a lot of Blizzard podcasters specifically are like fanboys and fangirls from across you know for the longest times from like you know they were playing warcraft and they were playing starcraft and i'm like i remember what that was like (laughs) because i used to i was never a blizzard fanboy right but the other developers that i was a fanboy for they all betrayed me my heart it's too hard right now i can't i cannot be a fanboy epic betrayed me when they destroyed unreal tournament and now they're trying to rebuild it and then Valve, they betrayed so many of us. No. There is no Half-Life 3. It's never coming. See, it's just like when you open your heart to Blizzard, you're never disappointed. I don't know about that. Like, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was heavy. First of all, I would talk to the Diablo fans about that, about the original Diablo 3 launch. Uh, I'm pretty sure their hearts were pretty crushed <laughs> at that point. But at least Blizzard mended it back together and of made course. the game well, better. That's it. Like Blizzard as a company is almost human-like, you know? It's like they try their best, they make mistakes, and they always rectify them. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's ever a problem that's affecting the majority of the community negatively, they listen, you know, and then they fix it. Yeah. Oh, you mean the real-world marketplace is a bad idea? Yeah. (laughs) 
I will. Maybe we'll take that out. I will give you that. Jeff Kaplan comes in and tells everybody, stop being asshats. Jeff Kaplan, praise him. Yeah, praise him. Every day. All caps praise him. We're going to talk about Jeff Kaplan (laughs) and, you know, him uh, trying to make things better a little bit later. I have some words on that. But go ahead, Bob. I interrupted you. (laughs) All right. So. You guys have been all over the Blizzard, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, every podcast imaginable Blizzard. But why is Watchpoint Radio your favorite? Oh, because of the hotties on here. I mean, look, this was all a a ploy to get to get job like, you know, accomplished. Yeah. What's he is up? one sexy devil, isn't he? I said I wouldn't admit it. Is he mad? Because like I said, I wouldn't admit it unless they asked directly. So like you can't be mad. I am mad. I don't. I mean, you call dibs. I guess that's fine. <laughs> He's a superhero. What do you want, man? Come on. I mean, if he could handle both of us, that'd be fine too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk I mean, after. he kind of is standing behind me right now. So. <laughs> Jaws everywhere. He's definitely going to be doing some fisting later. Really? (laughs) Oh, too much, Bob. Uh, So, uh, so Thorne, this is a question for you. Like, I I, I listen to to your podcast all the time. And, I mean, how do you deal with the constant sexual harassment that Thist gives you on the show? Uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't call it sexual harassment. I just keep a like a picture, a picture of um, ice water off camera, and um, and I mute my mic uh, very carefully, and I'm just pouring it down my pants constantly. <laughs> and that's just you know, then I can just be me, and I can just be a normal human being, and and uh, see, that's news to me because like I thought I was just harassing you. But apparently, if, if that's something you like, then maybe I should... Wait, what do you do that's not sexual? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm just normal living my life, and people are just, like, putting words into my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to play games and talk about them, you guys. Hey. Seriously. <laughs> Hashtag family stream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is uh, listed as explicit for a reason. <laughs> Better be the day you have us on. Yeah, yeah. I usually uh, have a hard time holding it together myself. So <laughs> you shouldn't have to. Exactly. We're all adults here, or at least should be. We should all be adults here. Just a few more years, and I will be a real adult. Any day now. Any day now. We're counting the days. We have a calendar. <laughs> well. Um, so, actually, on a serious note, so Lagging Balls is definitely the the funniest podcast that I listen to regularly. And, I mean, I've actually had points Thanks. at work where I laugh loud and everybody looks at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I actually <laughs> sprayed coffee on my, my monitors at work during one of your guys's freaking things and i mean right. it was like it's not i'm not kidding like i actually had to clean it off and it was oh, more work a little embarrassing but like what inspired you guys to go the comedy route for your podcast 
Um, see, that's a little misleading because I didn't think that we were a comedy podcast. But, you know, I mean, if people think we're funny, that's great, uh, I guess. I mean, we don't mean to, like, make people spit stuff uh, on their monitors. I, I mean, I'm sorry about that. But uh, I think what we were what we are trying to do is just to talk to the listeners like we would talk to any one of our raid team members or guildmates. Um, we think that, I mean, obviously if you're doing a podcast that's about video games as a gamer, then maybe you should kind of talk to fellow gamers the way you would talk to fellow gamers. If you were playing games, you know, yeah. Like it's it's just I don't know I, that's that's kind of been our philosophy. Like when we started this this podcast almost three years ago now, it uh, we decided to be completely Blizzard positive. You know, even if we have some things that we're not super uh, happy about. I mean, we got to you got to look at it. You have to remember that Blizzard always fixes its mistakes, so you don't have to worry about it. So don't freak out about it. We also knew that you know from listening to podcasts for so many years, uh, especially Blizzard podcasts, we don't want to sit down devote an hour of our time during the day to listen to people badmouth our favorite games. Like we could just log on and like listen to that or go on the forums, especially. So we wanted to keep it positive, but we wanted to keep it real quote unquote, by just treating the listeners like we would our friends. And that's how we treat our friends. Yeah. With a quick wit. Yeah. Like dick jokes and fart (laughs) jokes. Mainly those two things. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Do farts are funny. They're so just funny. funny. Like they they're in, they're inherently funny. Ja, tell me the the last time somebody farted out loud around you and you didn't give a giggle. Oh, that's quite often. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you Mom. animal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit of a giggle. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically, it's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny it's just everybody does it and when it happens i don't know why why it just is funny like whoever made us however we got here they made it funny to us like i don't know if it's because it smells horrible and we're just supposed well, to make the best of it stay it, positive it is, as you would say this there might be something you need to know about me first of all like i don't have a very great sense of smell right oh, so perfect. if i do smell something it is absolutely horrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you—I don't know. Like, it, it might be a, like I don't know if, if you can imagine it, but imagine smelling nothing to smelling something, and it is oh wow, not good. Like nothing for weeks, you know, <laughs> nothing yeah. for weeks, months, and then all and then of a sudden, the thing, um... and it, it, you get this this smell, and it's like, yo, are you serious? <laughs> what, what, what about good smells eat? though? Like, can you smell freshly baked cookies? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I could oh, not man. smell freshly baked cookies. Weird thing, jaw fact, depending on the moisture in the air, I can tell what's being cooked. My nose can do that. Interesting. <laughs> it can that determine what's being cooked based off of moisture. You so are an alien. Jaw facts. Yeah. There you go. So, now, like... Go for it. Okay, so... Speaking of smells, like try being a smoker for 15 years and then quitting smoking. All of a sudden, you can smell. And that's a double edged sword because good stuff is great. Bad stuff, it's like, oh my God, I never knew the cat litter smelled so fucking bad. Oh, at least it wasn't, oh my God, I had no idea I smelled so bad. Yeah. Luckily, that's I don't. That's more important, sweat. yes. Wow. 
We're learning so much about you guys. Wow, more love there. <laughs> yeah, this is like a really like eye-opening experience. Yeah, oh, yeah. Interviewing two here because we're I'm, getting I'm, really close. We're getting some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna snuggle later. <laughs> Me and Bob are not snuggling later. <laughs> it's cool. He doesn't That's what sweat. you think. All right, Thorn, you and I. Done. I call it a spin. Yeah. Oh man, I want to. <laughs> All right, fine. What <laughs> trade off? Fair enough. Well, one of the in, in answer to partial answer to your previous question, one of the other reasons we went for um, comedy aside from just uh, you know wanting to talk like you do with your friends was that um, I don't know if you noticed this, but Fist is hilarious. So you know you got to. Are you patronizing me? Nope. Punching the both. face. Being very sincere. You guys are both pretty fucking funny, and you guys both have a really quick wit. So I love it. Quick wit? Yeah, quick uh, quick, quick wit. wit. You know what quick wit is. I know. It's just a joke. I'm sorry. What, what way? Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. It's you a get bad it. joke. It's a bad joke. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Top tier comedy. Bad jokes. It's the kind of joke you don't smell until like 15 minutes later. Exactly. <laughs> the air must be extremely moist right now. <laughs> the air, but not Bob. No. Example of quick wit right there. <laughs> um, so you guys recently started live streaming the LB. You guys decided to not call it lagging balls. You called it the LB to mm. sound a little bit more legit. <laughs> That's your guys' word, what? not mine. <laughs> <laughs> this said it's the it's the L it's the LB. It sounds it sounds legit, right? Not to mention I can saying that you're streaming lagging balls can get caught in all types of filters. She definitely warns Google searches. Yeah, she watch out for that. It. Yeah, some compromising images there. Yeah, um, we, uh, we've had some, some discussions with, uh, with people and, you know, lagging balls is, is a great name. It's prestigious and uh, not at all ridiculous. Um, come to think that, I don't know why anybody didn't want to like you know, take it like everything was available when we decided on it, like the website and anyway. Um, but you know, the, the LB stream or the LB podcast does, you know, it just it sounds a little better, I guess. And then it leads the, the LB sort of like ambiguous and open to, uh, you know, trying to figure out what that might stand for, or maybe it just stands for pound, which is also hilarious. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's been pretty fun. I've, I've come in there a couple of times. I'm usually pretty busy on Friday nights, but I try to get in there at least for part of the stream. And I always try and be active in chat. And you guys are super active in chat, which is really cool. Uh, that's why we we started uh, doing the stream separately from the podcast. Because Thorne wanted to stream and I didn't. So we made two shows. And so that the stream is just, it's just that it's just a stream. Like we don't edit it. Uh, it's not going to be a podcast. And so that, that really opens the floor for like, uh, interacting with people in the chat room, which is proving difficult because, you know, you want to just chill out and talk to people on camera, but then you also have to keep talking because then you're just sitting there watching the chat. So yeah, Bob, I have the same issues that you do, dude. You, uh, get, you get, yeah, yeah you get distracted <clears throat> and like, I was yeah, typed ja back will say to something. people. Exactly. And Ja will say something and you'll not react to it because you're busy looking at chat and then yep. fall flat on that. And we're, we are trying very hard to, you know, work on that skill. And it's definitely something, you know, I think a single streamer playing a video game 
you only expect so much interaction because you know you know they're playing you can see what they're doing on the screen you understand that kind of the best time to say something to them is kind of during a death or in between a round or whatever it is you know based on what they're playing but in terms of a talk show i mean you're you're on you know so you're you're trying to put on a show for people and uh there's a there's a fun balance between trying to interact with people then also you run into the thing um where you've covered a topic uh people have commented on it but you've moved on from the topic and now now you see all the comments you know yep and makes it 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 just makes it so hard to actually like actually do everything at once and if you're with someone else it's really hard because if they're talking then you completely miss something that's what we did the first time we went on it was like jaws talking and i'm like huh what and then i'll try to type back to people forgetting yeah. that i could just answer them on the stream <laughs> yeah, I, I would know when bob was like in the chat because i'd be talking and he just had this huge grin on his face as he's looking <laughs> downward and i'm like he's not even fucking paying attention to me and i just like i gotta keep it rolling <laughs> at that point <laughs> showmanship yeah. well all in all you guys i love everything you do and i am gonna enjoy just keeping on watching it and i can't wait to hang out with you guys at blizzcon i'm so Thanks, excited yeah, it's gonna be a, gonna be a blast you both going no yes. i'm not no, going just not sorry yeah <laughs> you say both and i think my wife so sorry sorry yeah yeah there's a, a lot of things going on for me around that time unfortunately <laughs> so. Fair enough. look what you're doing to me i'm sorry oh. if i would have known this get... if i had a time machine to see the future and saw that i would have been like fuck those plans <laughs> thank yeah. you i appreciate that no, that's no problem i'm here for you <laughs> You're not going to get one of the Thorn and Fist epic buttons. I'm sure we could make that happen. Let's we'll see. This Maybe is what happens when you're nice to people, Bob. Send him one. Yeah, Bob. Send him one. Hey, I'm always nice. I'm the positive guy. He is the positive guy, yes. <laughs> I will tell you That's that who? much. <laughs> Mostly everybody. Mostly everybody. Lots, lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, I guess let's let's move into our normal topics. If you guys are cool with that, let's let's start with some patch notes. Patch notes. I'm excited. Patch notes. Yeah. So before we talk about the patch notes, I want to talk about Discord. And I want to talk about Bob and Discord a little bit earlier. Now, Bob, you got you you did it. You gotta you gotta fess up to this. You gotta you you gotta say what you were thinking at this moment. So last week on the show. Bob said that, uh, you know, he didn't think that the Mercy and Diva changes were going to be in the patch because he says, you know, the, the, the Mercy changes were too great or not too great, but that they were going to be uh, very disruptive. I said they've had enough testing. They're going to be in the patch. So today the patch rolls out. I guess there was some confusion about whether those changes made it in or not, but, a lot of, but somebody said that they didn't make it in. And Bob hops on Discord. Oh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I should have done this I was just saying, if I can find it real quick. I wish, uh... to open in your mouth before you wait. Yes, here it is. He says, uh, I love it. Also, Wicked from Overplayed Podcast, she also said the same thing. She didn't think they were going to have it in the patches today. But I'm not going to get on Wicked because that's just an opinion. But here's what Bob said when those patches came down. I love it when Wicked and I are right over jaw and totally drunk. Hashtag feels good, man. 
That was at 2.17 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. At uh, 2.49 Eastern Standard Time, uh, Priest, who's actually in the, <laughs> in the Twitch chat right now, put the proper chat uh, uh, patch notes, and those changes are indeed in Totally Drunk Without Hesitation, Eat Dirt Bob. <laughs> that was his <laughs> reply. Wow. Hey, man. So Bob, you put in the feels good man even before you checked. I mean, yeah, yeah. I trusted. I thought I, I thought my reply was tasteful because I only replied hashtag feels good man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what but, did I reply afterwards? You said, "Haha, foiled again by the evil totally drunk and the benevolent Church of Jasso." He, he, ate, he ate his humble pie a little bit, but there was no yeah. way we were going to get through this podcast without us <laughs> talking about it. Yeah, that was a Did bummer. Did you learn your lesson? I was literally looking at other discords and like seeing the patch notes. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> click on the overplayed podcast discord now because I'm going to get fucking reamed. Yeah, so just jump the gun just a, just a little bit, just a little bit. I was too excited about being right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, big patch came down today. Obviously, it, it's pretty, but they called it the, the Junkertown patch. They told us that it was coming in on the 19th. Have you, have you guys had a chance to check out Junkertown yet? Yes. What do you think yeah. about Junkertown? Um, it seems like... When you are attacking Junkertown, uh, the odds are stacked against you way more than if you're defending, just because there is this, you just sort of walk into this huge open space, huge open space, but there are a lot of hide places and they're all like, there's openings faced like front ways, sideways, et cetera. And it's just, I don't know if it's just because it's a new patch or patched a new map and you know, people are still figuring things out because it always seems like defending is always just like a little easier than attacking. Um, but it just it seems way too hard. Uh, I don't know. I agree. That's something that me and Bob talked about when it, when it was on the PTR. So obviously not live, but I think six times I played that map and we successfully kept the attacking team from coming out of their base six times. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is rough. Yeah, there's long sight lines. So the widows and the pharaohs have just free reign to just rain death on you, yeah. And and the wide open space to to get to um, the payload and to move it around that very first set of two corners, it's just it's you can get all above it. You can get all you can flank like crazy. Yeah. It's just multiple flanking levels, multiple flanking angles, long sight lines, wide open skies. It's just it's really rough. It is, and that's just the first part. This even the second part, when yeah. you get it, the second and third part are basically two just big corners that you go around. Yeah. But they're tight, right? They're like they, mm-hmm. especially the first one, that second phase. It's a tight space, and junk rats, farahs, like people who spam, just just spam onto the cart, and they could just ruin your day. Like it's going to be a lot of battles for high ground in that game. Oh yeah. So, but they keep. Just... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just, I feel like it's probably the hardest map yet. And I think, I think there's probably going to be, uh, you know, people are going to come up with strategies to sort of counter this, but it's going to take some time. And like, I can't think of anything at this point. And like, I don't think they're going to change it, but I think we're, you know, we're slowly going to learn how to deal with that, that open space. But in the meantime, like, I can't think of another map that's as difficult as that is. Honestly, I think they're going to have to add another exit for attackers. 
I think I think they have yeah. to because right now, like all three of your exits are right there. It is yeah. very easy for Widow to cover two of those exits right away. And mm-hmm. in that third exit, you have you know a Bastion or somebody looking directly at that exit. It's just like why even bother, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bastion Reinhardt, which people swear up and down, isn't that big of a deal? Fuck you. Yes, it is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely a big deal. So, uh, but yeah, that that it, I I do think they're gonna yeah, need to make some changes. <laughs> but I I but go ahead, Bob. Yeah. Once you get past that first point, though, it's a pretty good map. It's just that first point that's a little awkward and weird, and we're just, as Overwatch players, as far as the rest of the maps go, there's just not that much open ground. I mean, there's so much open ground in that first point. Yeah. Right. It's, well, they, what, the thing I do like about the evolution of their map design, right, is that all the maps we got before were like baby maps. I like to call them in terms of map design, right? They're all kind of mid to close quarters. Widowmaker wasn't a part of the, well, I mean, she wasn't, she was never part of the meta overall because, I mean, you have to be a really good Widowmaker to make an impact in maps like that where people aren't that far away from you. But in a map like, you know, uh, Junkertown, now Widows can, can really shine. She's a huge problem. I mean, it doesn't matter who you pick. If you pick a Winston to deal with her, he can't he can't jump out that far to get her. Like she will pick him yeah. off before she he gets to her. So that the rest of the team too. Yeah. So now these these maps are you know making it easier for Widow and some of these other heroes um, that weren't necessarily in the meta to shine a bit more. And I think we're gonna see the meta expand a bit because if they continue their map design the way it is because their map design right now is super simple it's like well you know what maybe two or three pathways yeah. uh and it's you know not that many places where you can get surprised from and with the newer maps even with like oasis and now this map uh and even horizon it's 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 a bit it's a bit easier for uh somebody to get the jump on you and i do appreciate that that they're allowing players to get better not just babying the players like they were before even though they're still babying the players a little bit but i'm not gonna Rag on that. <laughs> That's a really what? good point. I like. Sorry, I didn't think about ahead. that. Like, there's a lot of um, traditional FPS ma- maps in, in other FPSs, like Counter Strike, for example, um, that are massive. You know, like they're huge, and it's not always obvious. Like, you know, what's su- like the opposing team is probably on this side of the map, and we are probably on this side of the map. You know, it's it's every Overwatch map is kind of like that. Like, you always have like some idea of where they might be, right. but in this map, it's just it, it's a lot wider and open, and I wonder if they're sort of like trending that way. Like maybe they want to just like open up Overwatch a little bit more and make it a little less obvious. I think so. I, I think they. I think so. And one of, another thing that this does is that you know with the all the other maps, you can almost play whatever you want, right? And unless you're playing comp, then you definitely need to have your team composition in order. But especially in like quick play, right? You, you, you're probably not going to get carried or so, you know, a widow's probably not going to carry the opposing team. Somebody on your team can have enough of that, pick Winston, pick D.Va, and go get her. On yeah. this map, like, you kind of, if if the widow is causing trouble for you, you kind of have no choice but to go somebody with a shield. Like, somebody on your team has to get Reinhardt, and your team has to get behind that Reinhardt or Orissa and start pushing forward. Yeah. And so now it feels like the Overwatch team is like, okay, this is a team-based game, and they need to pick certain characters for certain situations. Yeah. 
It's like the game is designed around switching characters. Like that's why that function is available. And since the dawn of time, it seems, as far as Overwatch goes, nobody wants to switch off what they want to play, yeah. you know, to win. So maybe this yeah. is just like Overwatch sort of forcing us to like harness that utility. So yeah, but yeah. Some just kind of off point on point. You brought up that it's gonna like the the meta might shift and open up more. Something I've noticed recently that's really opened up the chance for the meta to open up and characters switching to become more of a norm is death match. Like it is the mode where you can actually practice your mechanics on whatever character extremely fast. You go into death match and say you want to practice Genji. You're practicing Genji in quick play. Like you get chances and then there's a lot of time to set back up and then you get a chance. And there's a lot of time wow. to set back up in deathmatch. You're back in practicing mechanics immediately. Same with widow. Like it's a really cool thing to help people hone mechanical skill on certain characters. Absolutely. So I think that'll help. And then along with the, the maps getting larger, we might actually get a really diverse character pool. That's a good point, too. So you're saying, like, Jeff Money Kaplan is sneakily trying to make us better. Papa Jeff Cap yeah. is benevolent, yes. He's just trying to Jeff. let his kids walk on their mm -hmm. own, his children. Yeah, <laughs> he's pushing us out of the nest. Mm -hmm. Gently. So gently. <laughs> yeah. Gently. Okay. Uh, moving on, some general updates. This is uh, for Xbox One players. Uh, players whose Xbox Live reputations has been downgraded to avoid me will remain in the same matchmaking pool as other Overwatch players. However, that's a typo, Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> they will no longer be able to use the end game voice communication. I don't like that. I don't like that. If they were if they were downgraded to avoid me, it's for a very specific reason, and it's not just because they were, you know, something they might have said. Right, because Xbox players do know how to mute other Xbox players. Like I do it all the time. So do it a bunch of other people. Right? They did that because they, more than likely that person was not they weren't playing well, or they not just not playing well, but they, you know they were throwing or something like that. I'm kind of getting tired of the of Overwatch or of Blizzard leaving those players in the same pool. With the players that don't want to play with them, like the uh, the uh, was what what was the feature? Was it actually called avoid? Yeah, it was called avoid this player. It was one of the best features Overwatch had, and they took it away. And what happens when they take avoid this player? Now everybody is talking about toxicity. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know? Yeah, makes sense. So yeah, John doesn't know. like that. Then if the community wanted to keep it, they shouldn't have abused it. Okay, we talked about this before, but since we have guests, we're going to go over it again. <laughs> First of all, the only people who were having, who were really having problems were super top-tier players in quick play. I'm sorry. Yes, It was before there, comp, though. Yeah, but there was going to be comp. We always knew there was going to be comp. There was only, what, and a month? A there, there was only, like, a month and some change before comp. Okay, and not to mention those super top tier players were playing on teams. They can get scrims and they can have better matches with the people that they with other top tier players before comp even happened before those SR system. 
Just because those top-tier players were having long queue times does not justify taking the ability of the rest of the community from not having to play with assholes. It doesn't justify it. Wow. You seem so passionate about this. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like it just I'm sorry, it just does not justify it. Not like I said, most top-tier players they play they probably play quick play just to dick around or whatever. And then they would go into discords. I was gonna say IRC, that's how old I am. But I was gonna say they would go into discords <laughs> and go into go get go get into uh scrims and go get into pugs and stuff like that. They were doing that before the beta or before beta was over. So I'm I don't have I mean, I understand that it sucks that you wanna play quick play and these scrubs don't want you to play with them. But they should have either a improved the MMR system, or two like said, "Well, there's going to be comp soon, so they'll only be playing with people that they want to play with soon anyway." Doesn't justify taking it away from the rest of the community. Okay, you've argued your point. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we're just well, going to move mean, on Jeff, from that one. <laughs> we're going to come back around to this, right? Because of the Jeff stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't have Jeff Kaplan have, making videos, but we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mystery Heroes, they said for a while that they were working on a way to make Mystery Heroes better. Uh, I don't play Mystery Heroes too much. Actually, the only time I play it was like, with, with Bob and Mel. We would like, lose a match, but okay, we need to let those guys move on in the queue. We're going to go ahead and play like a Mystery <laughs> Heroes game. Uh, but So the changes that they're making, I think we brought it before, is that players will no longer see the Assemble Your Team screen because it's pointless. Players who purposefully kill themselves will no longer respawn as a new hero. However, their ultimate ability will reset and anything that has been placed, i.e. Torbjorn's turret, will despawn. Ooh. Players will no longer be respawned as the same hero. These changes also apply to any custom games where respawn as a random hero option will, cool. has been enabled. And I get what they're trying to do. I applaud their effort. But I think the only thing this is really going to do is now those people who don't want to play those characters will just run headfirst into the enemy team taking yeah. longer to get killed <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, jumping around notice me yeah, yeah. Me, me, me. <laughs> pretty yeah, much agree with pretty that much too. and that means that you immediately have a target not to kill because exactly the longer they spend on that that hero they don't want to be on the better for your team now yep. jeff's gonna have to take more time to Punish the people in Random Heroes for being dickwads. <laughs> we are all dickwads. Yeah. Yes. We don't deserve in our own him. way. Praise <laughs> him. Yeah. Praise so, him. I mean, I applaud their effort for trying to make the game, parts of the game fun, but however, I don't know if the effort for an arcade game was that, you know, was mm. needed that much. It would be different if they tried to do things like, like what, they, what they did with 3v3. Like, I mean, that was game-changing, what they did with 3v3. Having the, uh, you know, the the uh, what what do they, what do they actually call it? Like the um, uh, um, uh, the lockout. The lockout, lockout yeah, 3v3 yes, the lockout, yeah. You. That was game changing. Three v three can actually now be a competitive mode if it wanted to. Sure, yeah. That's that's yeah, how good three v three fun after that. Yeah. This change not necessarily hitting that mark though. So, but well, I, I applaud their effort. But the quality of life change of um, not having to see the assemble the team screen anymore. Yep. Yeah. Because you know we're all going to pick Symmetra anyway. Yeah, yeah everyone is Symmetra. <laughs> like customer service. It, like, I'm more of a Widow Hanzo picker at the screen, but 
now I don't have to go, you know, because I'm very superstitious. So now I don't have to be like, okay, I always have to pick Hanzo if they pick Hanzo or Widow if they pick Widow. Now I can just go into the game and start. Yeah, yeah more mystery. Like that, mystery applaud the effort still. Like, not, not shitting <laughs> on them 100% today. So <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right. So, one thing that me and Bob both noticed that we liked is that the skull icon was has been replaced with the actual yes. portrait of the person who died. Yeah. Dude, awesome change. Yeah. Especially yeah. for the new mercy changes, like awesome change. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot like, easier. Oh, Ryan's dead? I'm not going up there. <laughs> <laughs> that asshole. You're on your own, Anna. Yeah, did not shield me. <laughs> See you and, next and honestly, Like the thing that I wanted to test the most was um, Mercy on Live. And um, that is really, really helpful, you know, uh, in terms of uh, knowing exactly who you're going to, to uh, res. Because so. you'd be pretty pissed if you were trying to res Ryan and you got Torbjorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, you need to know fun. that the person you're you're resing in the middle of the team can get out of the team with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the worst is like getting a res and then immediately dying again. It's like, why did you bring me back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I hate that. But yeah, that's a very good change. Hero updates, we knew they were coming. Some of us knew they were coming. <laughs> uh, but now now your diva has the micro missiles ability. I when when I when I first played the diva with the micro missiles, mm-hmm. I was like, "This isn't too bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was." Like, because when you when they first mentioned it, obviously we had no visuals. All I'm thinking is like diva shooting massive amounts of missiles from her side, like almost yeah, like Farah like... ultimate missiles coming yeah. from both sides of her mech while shooting somebody and like you know flying forward. I'm like, she's gonna be an absolute monster. This is gonna be terrible. Yeah. When I actually used it. It's I, I was like, this is not as bad as I thought. On tanks, for tanks, I think it's going to cause a problem. If you got a big body like an Arissa, a Roadhog, oh, yeah. stuff like that, yeah, you're going to get hit. But I w- big boned, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like big boned. Got to be politically yeah. correct here. <laughs> I'm just big boned. Yeah, but uh, yeah. when I would be playing, like I, I remember trying to when I first started using, it, trying to use it on the Mercy, and I'm like, this is even the greatest Mercy I've ever seen dodging my missiles. <laughs> Or these missiles just aren't hitting these smaller targets, and the same yeah, thing will kind of happen with like a McCree or stuff like that, especially at a closer range. So if like you're at a close range to the point where her guns are hitting the person, if they're a, a smaller target, the missile's not going to hit them. No, because I, I think one one of the fears that a lot of people had is that Diva would just be able to come fly over, spray on somebody, and shoot the missiles, and then boom, your healers are dead, and that's not the case. So. Yeah. I actually, I'm not. I, I don't necessarily mind the micro missiles. The defense matrix is net has been changed. The final changes are defense matrix resource meter will now deplete twice as fast. However, the regeneration per second has been increased to twelve point five percent. So, well, and Thist, you're a you're a diva main, aren't you? I am. So I assumed when you got on, when I saw you pop online, I assumed that you uh, were trying out Diva. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Um, I think that her her new missiles are a complete uh, diversion from everything that Diva used to be. Like, um, you can't jump on Diva and then try to shoot somebody far away. That's not going to happen. These missiles have a great range on them, but they're so linear and precise that you're probably not going to hit anybody anyway. Um, so that's going to take a lot of getting used to. When I play Diva, it's it's 
The biggest thing with her is that she's a survivor, but she's got this movement utility that you can harness in like a hundred different ways. You know, like she's built to get in there, disrupt the point or take somebody out or finish somebody off and then get out before it's too late, you know, or, you know, she's built to like fly up, push people off the point, you know, just, just cause a mess, you know, like she's, she is a tank, but she's not a great tank. She's more of a shit disturber, if you will. So and uh, finish her offer. Exactly. So great with, technical with, terms. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with these missiles, like um, they're great close range. Like if you walk into a house and somebody's behind you, you just turn around. There is a slight delay. Uh, so you have to wait like a beat before they come out. But they do come out and you just have to make sure that you're completely facing like imagine like these things are coming out of your eyes and you just have to like be staring like straight at this person um so i don't know about those it's great that she's got another attack i mean that's great it's going to take a lot of getting used to but you know whatever it's not a big deal the the defense matrix i don't like it but i didn't i didn't like it the last time they changed it either so i think it's just something we'll have to get used to but i noticed that it, it was nice like being able to use it a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit you know as needed um, but I feel like it goes away too soon. Um, the best change, though, is definitely being able to shoot while using her boosters. I took out more Pharahs today on D.Va than I ever have. Like, in a last resort situation when, you know, your Widow and your uh, Soldier are not doing anything about Pharah because for some reason they can't see her. Um, I don't know, I guess that just happens to people sometimes. I mean, it's a weird glitch, but whatever. Uh, I don't know, I'm not salty about it at all. So what She's I would pretty do pretty fucking sneaky. Yeah, um, with those loud ass do, rockets, so sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the sky. Pfft, no. Um so what many I would times do she on, right behind me and I just didn't know. Yeah, you would never know. But on Diva, I would, you know, get fed up and fly at her and you know, just nudge her, you know? Like if you just keep nudging, just keep nudging, like get in her face and nudge, and that's all you could do. But now you can fly right up to her and shoot her in the face. And it's great because she's not used to that yet. So, uh, you know, just the biggest thing about D.Va that you always have to remember is that she is mobile as hell and she can withstand everything. And so now that she can be mobile while shooting and, you know, her guns aren't that great long range. Now you can just fly up to people and shoot them. And I think that just like makes my life better by like 90 percent, I guess, like if I was good at math. But I think that is the best change so far, and I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to sort of, like, gather that muscle memory and take people out like never before, especially Farrah. Yeah, yeah, I actually played her for the whole first point. I forgot that I had an E. I forgot that I had the missiles because yeah, I was just weird. in auto, in autopilot. I was forced yeah. into the diva role, which I don't usually like to be. And then I was just like, fuck, man, I've got missiles. I forgot. That's new today. <laughs> Muscle memory is all messed up. Yeah. I play a lot of support and playing, playing Mercy in there was nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Mercy now. And yeah, we'll get, yeah, go ahead roll and roll right now. Roll right into it, Joe. Yeah, so these, the cha- we, we, we don't have to go line for line because we obviously have been talking mm. about this for weeks at this point, but those big five-man reses, six-man reses are a thing of the past. I hope you saved nice. your plays of the game because they're gone. <laughs> Not happening. It's out. <laughs> it's done. Uh, but so, yeah, now her, yeah, her resurrect is now single target. 
and uh, it has like so it has five meter radius, uh, thirty second cooldown. You can resurrect somebody every thirty seconds. I would not recommend that, simply because you might need to actually res somebody important. You know, your Junkrat dies. You don't just want to res him. I don't know. Sorry, Junkrat is yeah, Junkrat's, pretty Junkrat's right on now. fire right now because Blizzard has a huge hard on for him Hardy for time. some reason. But uh, you know. You, you, you know, somebody like maybe a Ryan or your Arissa, you might want to bring back, you know, which would just make me, that would make, that would make me so salty. I just kill him, Ryan Hart, like, okay, let's move in. And there he is with 2,000 shields. Like, everybody back up. Okay, we got to bag it up. Let's do it again. Do it again. You know, like, that would just, that that would piss me off. But that is, uh yeah, that that's yeah. that's the new Mercy. That's going to be, that's, that's her big thing now, right? Uh, her uh, just not being able to do those big reses, which I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss them not because of how many times they've saved me, but because of how many times after the res we've done a counter alt and then killed them again. I think like I think like uh, I think of maybe about a month ago at this point we had we were playing a competitive match me and a listener and I I think a Re- Reinhardt ultimates wipes their entire team. Mercy comes up, resurrects them. At, like right before they are able to move, I put my Zarya alt right in the middle of them, and Reaper <laughs> just hits his alt, and they all immediately die again. I'm like, see, I'm that <laughs> that is Overwatch. Miss- <laughs> <laughs> talking about the five percent. Usually it's like, all right, guys. Well, we used a little too many alts. We used four alts there, but everybody's dead. Oh no, Mercy just res. Fuck. <laughs> that's usually how it goes. But that's why it's so sweet when it happens. <laughs> because at, you can see them come back there and that gold glory, you know they think they're about to fuck shit up. You know they're like, we are back and we are taking the point and you're just like, I got this like, I got the trump card in my pocket right now. Boop. I'll see you guys in 10 seconds. Okay, have a nice, have a nice nap. Pretty words. Pretty words. <laughs> yeah. words on stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm assuming Thorn got on to try on the mercy changes. Absolutely. She feels great, but the again, the muscle memory is just shot. Things are not where I expected them to be. At least twice I died um, hitting Q instead of E <laughs> because I'm not used to the res being there. Um, mm-hmm. And and honestly, um, I play enough support that uh, there were plenty of times when I would press um, where sometimes I would use the res defensively where I'm in a bad spot and I was but I was near enough people to res a couple of them or res the right people to also save myself from the damage. So, I mean, it's going to be a not, lot, not the best reason to do that at all. Yeah. But, but a lot of mercies do it. And as long as you're doing it in the right, like as long as you're doing it to bring your team in, in the greater than Mark, then it's mm-hmm. not a bad call, but yeah, a lot of mercies are going to have problems with that. Yeah. But just the mu- muscle memory is so off. Now the, the, the shift to fly back and forth, that's still, that's still correct. And that's still right. But in Valkyrie mode, you you like fucking fly, man. Bullet, you, man. Boom. Yeah. It is nuts. And it is so fun because people are, you know, you've got uh, all the problems we were just talking about with the Ferrahs and, uh, in, in the sky. And, you know, you're accustomed to a few different ways to handle that, right? You send a Genji up there to slice at her. You send a Winston up there to sizzle her a little bit. You send a Discord up to her head and you try to shoot her with a, with a soldier or get lucky with that. Like, there's a lot of ways to try and deal with that. And now you've got a Mercy that you can still, you know, you can see where she's going if she's flying in normal speed, but in Valkyrie mode, you don't know where the hell she's going. She's flying in every direction. She's got no boundaries. She's just nuts. It's suddenly you can go anywhere and just float, and it's nuts, let alone when you press that shift and you're just 
gone from wherever they were <laughs> Dude, um, I, aiming I, a moment for. I had like major problems hitting her in the air. I play. I was playing Junkertown. I played some comp after that. I played. I uh, played a few hours before. Got on, and man, I cannot hit a Valkyrie Mercy in the air if she's changing it. If she's changing it up, because I'm just like, I don't know where she's going, because she can literally just go. I mean, it's yeah. worse than Farah, because she can go right, oh, left, yeah. up, down. I mean, Farah, I at least know, you know, how she's gonna go up and down. Like Mercy's everywhere, and I really don't like it, because I have no idea how to lead the shot. Like even with Widow, yeah. I was having a problem taking her out. It's going to be an it. Well, until people get used to it, you know, most people are going to move, only going to move in the same pattern. They're going to go oh, up, yeah. left, right, left, right, left, right, down, left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> They're not going to utilize down, left, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They're not going to utilize the potential. Yeah, I don't know. It's still 3D movement, and she flies in a way that no other character in the game does. I mean, the only thing that saves you with Farah is you got that drop. Like, you can tell where she's going to go. So, with a widow, even Hanzo, you can. You can lead it correctly, but this, there's no way to know. And I mean, everybody's going to be a little different. Yeah. Well, just yeah. another example of Jeff Kaplan telling you to get good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at the Twitch chat preset, draw the alphabet. I'm like, that is an amazing idea. Wow. <laughs> if, you, if you can draw the alphabet with Mercy in Valkyrie form, you can kill me. It's cool. I'll just watch the show. I'll just watch the show. Like, oh, what man. What was I? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I've me? gotten that advice before. Four. In my younger days, I feel like I got that advice. No, before. you haven't. Draw the alphabet while you're alphabet. flying yeah. through the sky. I but doubt it. It might have been say the alphabet. Always say the alphabet. Um, maybe. The alphabet. <laughs> Is Josh starting to get it now? <laughs> he gets it. Uh huh. Okay. The last and probably most important change of the patch: when you are Reinhardt and your shield is up, if you left click. You can now rotate the camera around without oh, rotating, you. without oh, rotating yes. your shield. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas to us. Yeah. Forever. It's not my rearview mirror idea, but <laughs> goddamn, it's goddamn close second. Dude, it's like so it'll good. be like being a parent, like you're up there with the shield, and you're like, "Come on, shoot!" You just turn around, like, "Hey, I see you back there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn this payload around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait like somebody saying I am shooting Mike. I'm looking at you right now. You are not shooting. Come on. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Yeah, oh, I, I'm really, the win. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking I'm really looking forward to that. Because that's my biggest problem with Ryan. I was like, because you know <laughs> the shield's up. You're like, well, who's behind me? Like, yeah. is there anybody that can actually help me here? Should I be moving forward? Should I be moving back? You don't yeah. know. Yeah. So and you see that you die, team. and then you realize, oh, there's no one fucking behind me, man. Exactly. I always get killed from behind on Reinhardt. I mean, you know, yeah. it's kind of obvious, but... <laughs> well, one of, the, like, one of the biggest problems I have is that sometimes I'll keep my shield up because I think somebody's behind me, and I'll get killed, and I look, I'm like, oh, they were all dead. And right. in reality, if I were to put my shield down and start swinging, those other people would have died, and it just pisses me off when that happens. So now, yeah. should be oh, a great aura. reduction in that. Like when you're moving forward and there's a there's a hull on your right. As you're moving forward, you pan to the right. You can be like, okay, nobody in there. When before, like a McCree could be like lining you up. Yep. You know? One hundred percent. So I out of all the patches here, I mean out of all of the changes, that's the one I'm looking most forward to. New map, 
eh. I played D.Va, but now the reason I played D.Va no longer exists, so I probably won't be playing her as much, and I never played Mercy. You never want to see me at Mercy. <laughs> you never want to see that. Fun. Yeah, like, you yeah. just... Yeah, I just have that. Like, I get zeroed in on people, and I'm like, oh, there's, a, there's an enemy there. He should be dead. <laughs> that, 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 that's pretty much what <laughs> well, I do. Well, she has an increased fire rate now, too, though, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah but that's not, why, that's not why you pick up the Mercy. Like, you yeah, know. and that's still not an excuse to be a battle Mercy. Yeah, exactly. They were people. I, people are still going to try to make that happen on live. That's um, going to be the worst part about this patch for the first few weeks is that somebody's good. They're going to want to be that YouTuber or try to make that YouTube career by oh, this is how you battle. Where it's like, no, dude, it ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it worked today on Junkertown. Mercy had a five kill as I was running back to the point. I was it like, happens, okay, well, I'm going to wait for you guys. But it's still not a real thing. Yeah, it's like, what, where was everybody else while this was happening? Were they dead? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They, all five were up there. I was dead running back, and I'm oh, okay. zone. I'm like, I'm coming, guys. Okay. Mercy, 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 mercy. <laughs> Literally, like, saw the whole thing. Now, her team probably helped, but the kill feed showed me five mercy kills, and I was like, I mean, oh, I'm running. It, it, so should, it should be the exception, not the norm. Still. Yes. Still, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait before I make my comment because I don't know how it's gonna work because it seems a little OP at the moment for somebody that is a diva player that knows that you know that pistol like I don't know yeah it's a little scary at the moment especially since you can't like I'm a pretty good shot and I could not hit her no matter what character I was playing no she's got one of the plays doesn't she have like the smallest hitbox when she's out of her mech. Or like one of the smallest. Diva. Diva, yeah. yeah. But I mean, Mercy's already got like almost the, the same small. Like she's tough to hit. And then she's in the air. Now her wings go out. But I don't know if you hit the wings, if I don't it still think it counts. Makes a difference. No, her yeah, doesn't think like change. So. so, like, you see that and you're like, oh, I could hit the wing. But then you just don't hit anything. I don't know, man. You should be hitting the face, Bob. Always the face. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about that in Discord uh, today. <laughs> It just, it seems like people get mercy blindness, and I bank on that a lot when I play mercy. Like, it seems like people just don't go for her. They don't regard her, you know? Especially I in play. I know. <laughs> I know. I constantly have to tell people, and now I might not have to as much, but I constantly have to tell people, why is no one else going for the mercy? I'm Lucia. Why am I the only one going for the mercy? Like, stop shooting at the Reinhardt. The mercy's healing. Yeah, shoot the mercy. Can't see her. Yeah. She's not there. Oh, you, just, you, just, you just hit a rough. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I compose myself. Relax. Ooh, Bob's having some trouble over there. Well, Usa, she's, Usa, she's, getting, she's getting a buff right now, though, like an extra buff because it's Autumn and she's a white girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew I felt kind of strong. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <sighs> Got a couple more things here. I <laughs> I definitely want to touch on the Jeff Kaplan play nice, play fair video. One of the reasons like we got to talk about it. Cause I have to talk about this topic calmly. Cause I didn't do it the first time. Uh, and part of that was because I, this is when Jeff Kaplan first, when he made that post about the guy who had 2200, 2247, reports against him the torb main yeah and uh so i was good until the end 
right? I was, I'm reading it, and I was getting to the end where he says, we all, we're all in this together. And that kind of, I, I should have read the forum post before the podcast, because that set me off, which may sound strange. And it set me off because I constantly talk about how much, how better, much better this game's community would be if the community had tools to police itself. Things get done faster. And people actually are listening to things. So unlike pretty much which the deaf ear that was the Overwatch report system. Clearly nobody those were going into junk mail. Or just being forwarded to yep. into some to some other folder like, we'll look at this later. Because nothing was happening, as was displayed there. And no, we're not all in it together if I can't do anything. You know, and the, oh, the only method of reporting that I had, you guys clearly weren't doing anything about it. Yeah. So I got a little, got a little upset that show when I read that part. I've yep. had about a, almost a week to digest this video. And I understand what he like what they're trying to do right I, I get it like i applaud that you guys have come out and say that you're stepping up your efforts on dealing with player behavior you realize that things aren't really working out i wonder if it has something to do with the plethora of reddit posts talking about their response to this guy you know might have yeah. something to do with it uh and recently they have been taking action they banned steve o for his bronze to gm challenge live on stream and they also took action against 48, was that, 480,000 accounts. But out of those 480,000 accounts, I think it's like 320,000 were due to player reports. Still substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now they're showing yeah. that they are definitely taking it seriously. They are, uh, you know, they're doing something about it. But there's a couple things, particularly two things, that got to me about the video. One... Jeff Kaplan complaining about, well, not complaining, they were wrong. He just lamented the fact that, they, that they're punishing people more than developing new content. You don't get to lament that fact when you don't give the community tools to police itself. When you want to be the cops, that is what you're supposed to do. You have to do that. This is your responsibility. Fair point. This Fair is point. your responsibility. You get no sympathy from me on that. You did this. And it's no. not. <laughs> You're waiting to talk about this. Oh yeah. I can tell. Yeah, you did this. Like, they're, they're, and this is not a new. It's not a new concept, right? Community manage like all the games that Overwatch says that it pulled inspiration from. The developers gave id Software, Valve, Epic gave those communities tools, not only to make the games better, produce content, but also to protect themselves against cheaters, protect themselves against people who threw games or people who were uh, toxic. They gave them tools to do those things. And even outside of that, the communities fo- formed their, uh, their, their, like, you know, I don't want to say organizations or anything like that, but, you know, if you were a server admin for Counter-Strike, there were websites and forums you can go to that you can grab a global ban list. Like, these are all the people that we have identified. And to get on a Counter-Strike global ban list, dude, you had to be a fucking terrible human being. <laughs> okay. Because everybody played it was a terrible human being. Uh, yeah, I can attest for that. I played Counter Strike a lot. <laughs> like that. That was true. That was true. I said this. some things in Counter Strike to people that I definitely wouldn't say now that I'm. My brain has fully developed at this point, right? <laughs> because he's not playing CS. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear but, that Daniel Tosh uh, stand up from way back? No, no. 
He said that he was uh, he moved into a new place, like a new uh, apartment building or something like that. And um, he had this this woman who lived uh, below him, and um, he said she was like pretty cute, so he was aware of her and everything like that. And then um, he finally runs into her uh, out in front of their place one day, uh, and they have an organic reason to talk to each other, which is the opening he was looking for. But in, instead of it going kind of the way he did, uh, she regarded him kind of strangely. And then it happened again. And then uh, finally they got to actually talking the third time. And she's like, okay, I have to ask, are you guys recording gay porn in there? <laughs> and he's like, what? No, what? Why? Why? Why would you think that? And she's just like, all I ever hear from up there is, "Yeah, suck my dick, yeah, yeah, yeah. my dick." Mm. You know? <laughs> that is uh, that was Counter Strike in a nutshell, <laughs> right there. So disrespectful, but everybody had fun at the end of the day. <laughs> but still, I think you know all those communities that they said, that all those games that they said they took inspiration from had those tools where the communities could police themselves. Were the communities perfect? No, because we even talked about this. Communities definitely weren't perfect. They were still assholes, and they were, still people were toxic, but at least you could do something about them and do it pretty quickly, you know? Uh, now, that over, the Overwatch team and a lot of other games do the same thing, and even they're kind of easing up on it. I think uh, Mel brought up that the, actually CSGO, they have something called the Overwatch now, which is a community policing tool where I guess you somebody will get reported uh, a tribunal or something like that will hear their case and then you know uh, you know guilty not guilty they'll decide what to do with them and League of Legends has the same thing Overwatch doesn't have that but at least it'll be a start but since we don't have any control over that we can't even select players to avoid anymore which I brought up earlier no you don't get to lament <laughs> that you're that you're spending time poisoning the community this is what you do so that was like the first thing that bothered me. The second I, thing that I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm talking no, too much. No, no, no. Go <laughs> ahead. No, no, come on. You have a report to that. Okay. Let's hear it. I just, I think that it's ridiculous that it's even so much of an issue, though. You know, right? it's like we shouldn't have to expect uh, these developers to, I don't know, punish people like presumably grown ass people all of the time to the point where it slows down the development of the very game, you know, like, like it's just, it seems ridiculous. And I don't know. I just, I wish that, you know, people would just look into Jeff Kaplan's big brown eyes and, <laughs> and realize how horrible they are and, and maybe just let up a little bit, you know, quit being a douchebag. So, it's, it, I mean, it's words of wisdom for life and everything else. Like, the internet is not your shield. Just think to yourself, if I was in person, would I treat this person that way? And problem solved. Like, just don't be a douchebag. Like, seriously. Like, it's, I mean, I know that sounds stupid and cliche, but just look, like what Jeff said, look inside do your part to not be an asshole and the whole community will get better. Yep. That's the second part that bothered me. <laughs> because here's why and I, so I talked about it on our discord, right? So everything that you just said is 100% correct, right? People should, you know, if you're thinking about doing something douchey and if you think about it, what I say to somebody in person, you say, no, 
you shouldn't do it. You know, it's not the right thing to do. we've all been douchey. Like, we've all been no, douchey. Nobody's above this. Even my beautiful wife, Mel, has been a fucking asshole at times to people <laughs> yeah. in Overwatch. It happens. But that doesn't mean that she's a bad person. Like, it, we all have done it. It happens. You're 100% correct. That does happen. But those aren't the people that are causing the problem. The people that are causing the problem are the people who are beyond that. The people who do it for fun. The people who the are people assholes that because that's just what they like to do on the internet. Yep. They throw games because they think it's funny. Uh, they they troll forums because they have nothing better to do. Those are the people with problem. The when he says the community needs to look inside of itself, he's kind. Of, I, I I'm not gonna say he's victim blaming, right? But like he is kind of making it seem like the community as a whole has an issue. No. The bulk, the vast majority of the Overwatch community does not have a problem. The vast majority of the people who play Overwatch on a regular basis are not toxic. You, and most of the time, like, you're not going to come across, most days, I should say, you're not going to come across a toxic person in every single game. And even if you did come across a toxic person in every single game you've ever played, that's still only one out of 12 people per match. The bulk of the Overwatch community is not toxic at all. The problem is that the people who are toxic have zero fear of repercussions. None. And that's on the cops. That's yeah, on the, Jeff Kaplan and minority. their team. They have zero fear of repercussions. That's why they just keep doing it. They make YouTubes about it. They stream them throwing games to go to bronze to make it all the way to Grandmaster. They have zero fear of repercussions. And it's just snowballed at this point because they're like, and it's probably going to get a little worse where it gets better still, because now that that information came out, that it took that guy close to, you know, like over 2,200 reports to, for something to happen to him. That is, that is the issue. So when That's Jeff Kaplan says that the community needs to look inside of itself, it says to me that I don't think you understand what the actual problem here is. The Overwatch community, for the most part, are fine. I haven't run into a douchebag yet that's, a, that's like a listener, right? I play with our listeners and stuff like that. I'm not running into most of the Overwatch players that I come into on yeah, a regular no, basis. Priest, are not uh, Priest Trago. No, he doesn't. That's you. Douchebag. Yeah, I'm cool with Definite him. That's douchebag. you. <laughs> no, but like, uh, the bulk of people that I come into, into Overwatch are not a problem. I'm saying, and I don't consider people toxic if we're just not getting along in that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody may something that says says something that sets me off. I may say say something that sets somebody else off. I mean, we've well, me and Bob been in games where, well, I, yeah, what I did the guy say? say, dude? We've like <laughs> we've wetted bad at each other, but when we when we disagreed on on how we should have you know played something, but we're still exactly. friends and like, like I've had I have had situations where I'll tell somebody like you know okay well. Calm down, take it easy. It's okay. And they're like, don't tell me to calm down, bro. Like that has happened. Oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> in, in games. So though, I'm, that's not the problem because you're gonna get that type of emotion in any game where people care, or that keep people care. Like right, you know, they're spending a lot of time and they care about it. That is going to happen. The issue are the people who are beyond that. So okay. in order to fix that, the band that they did. This discipline needs to come down like they've been doing, like I said. So like they're they're trying to turn around, but actions need to be swift. They need to let people know that we are not playing around anymore. And we will ban your account. We will kick you out of this community if you can't act right. That was the right reason I had an issue with it. But I do applaud the effort. And I hope that they continue to do it. You know? 
I hope that they continue to move forward with it. And they should be looking into a way for the community to help them with this. If that's that big of a deal, right, where they are coming into, they're having an issue developing content because they're policing the community, they need a larger team. I can't believe that the Overwatch team doesn't it doesn't need a team the size of WoW or anything like that. But if they have the same size team that they had when Overwatch launched, that's a problem. They yeah, need they need a larger team. I just I hear what you're saying, but I think Jeff is the sort of person who just doesn't want to single people out too much. Like you've seen what happens when he singles people out, like the burn unit becomes involved. Um, and like, like you said, like he's definitely said bad things on the internet before, and I didn't believe that. And then everybody sent me videos of him being bad on the internet, so I believe it. Oh, now, but... yeah. To- he was the first toxic. Yeah, but... The OG. I think that's, that's just Jeff learning from his mistakes. But he did say, exactly. and I would get this tattooed on my face, if you are a bad person <laughs> doing bad things in Overwatch, then we don't want you in Overwatch. We're you doing know? that at BlizzCon. Sure, why not? Face, and, well, with face paint. It's just like right across here or like right across here. But I think, you know, that's Jeff's way of saying like, you know, you know who you are. You know you're that toxic person and it's no longer going to be a thing. Like they're sending out emails. They're going to be increasing emails when your complaints are, uh, you know, something's done about your complaints and they're probably going to progress into uh, like an in-game notification if your complaint has been filed and, and dealt with. So like just just being able to see that your critique uh, going someplace and something to be done about it, like it should dissuade people, should it not? Like like and if and if and if not everybody is toxic, you know, like if if the toxic community isn't like a, a huge part of this community as a whole, um, you know, I think that it'll discourage people who are even just toxic occasionally, you know, like maybe just teach people how to not say anything at all, you know, and I think that Overwatch is new and it's kind of unprecedented in how popular it's been since it's come out. And, you know, just with the nature of a shooter game, like you want to go in there and be better than the other people you're playing against. You want to go in there and, you know, thrust upon them the same uh, tilt and disappointment that you yourself receive all of the time in the same game like you can't play a game like that without harboring these like horrible feelings inside yourself like and that's what makes you know being good at this game and winning so great because it's the complete opposite of those feelings so when you have an environment like this that's way too big with a team that's like you know growing and a game that's evolving because it's new like you're gonna run into this stuff and i think that the team, you know, uh, despite having to slow down production and evolution on the game itself, is doing a really good job, in my opinion. And I think that, you know, the the update, this video in particular, was amazing. And I think it was sort of like a come-to-Jesus moment. And I applaud Jeff for doing it in one take, because I would have just been really angry the whole time. So, I don't know. I just, Hallelujah. I, yeah, I think this is just a, a great step in the right direction, and I think we're going to see a lot of of updates concerning, you know, policing people, and I think that's good. Just fuck those people. I mean, I, I'll, people. I'll consider it more of a success once I see action. I have to see action because words don't mean much to me. You know, words okay. don't they, they don't mean much to me when I see like you'll see like you'll see less toxicity. When those people are gone, and even people who get like, let's say, you know, they get banned and they buy a new account, I mean, you're gonna get tired of buying forty dollar accounts in Overwatch. Yeah. 
Console's a different story because you can make you can make uh, Smurfs for free. That's a, oh, really? a totally different story there. Oh, well, well, yeah. If we're talking about different stories, I've been informed that my beer is see-through. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. By the magic of the green screen. Wow. Yeah. It's a magical beer. <laughs> Uh, so people would see me drinking nothing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Bob, I know you want you want to touch on overtrack.gg before you move to the weekly updates. Yeah, just uh, just real quick, uh, something that not 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 Rob from the the Omnic Lab turned us on to was overtrack.gg. It's a fairly intrusive program uh, on your system. Like you're going to have to let it through your Windows Defender and stuff, and you're going to have to sign in like you do with Overbuff and uh, Overwatch Tracker or not Overwatch, uh, Master Overwatch, like where you have to give it permissions via your Blizzard account to look at your stats. But it's a really cool tool. I mean, it records everything. It records the entire kill uh, kill feed of every game. It records your SR loss, SR gain. It basically like maps out the entire game, and you can really learn a lot from it. So if you're uh, really big into stats, because Disco Dan was asking us about like what uh, stat trackers we use, and I've used Overbuff, Oversumu, Master Overwatch, but this is the best thing that I've actually run into as of yet to give me like the best run or rundown of what I did in a game and what I didn't do. So if you're okay with like letting it uh, letting it into your system, then go ahead and do it. If you uh, keep like really sensitive stuff on your computer and nope. who does that are afraid of like hacking and stuff. I would actually recommend not to use it because it is very intrusive and in being an it, but yeah. I don't keep anything like that on my gaming rig. So I use it. So I would just sort of suggest it to the, to the listeners. Yeah. I saw Overtrack before and I was like, Oh, this is cool. I'm going to check it out. And when I found out I saw that you had to install and I was like, eh, no, I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't too, uh, wasn't too keen on that. Like, I remember, I, I don't know, I still have PTSD from the, like, one of the older, I mean, like, super old Curse clients in Vanilla WoW, that if you weren't careful, some of those, like, some of those plugins you would get would be infected oh, yeah. with something, you know? Like, you have to be really careful about some, about stuff like that. And my, and not saying overtrack.gg is careless with their programming or security or anything like that, but you know, when you have a game like Overwatch that's 30 million players, and now you have an application like this that will have access to their PCs, that that that's like a, a target for hackers to insert like some type of malicious code into that to that program. You know that that's that's really something they want to do. That's what I'd worry about. But like Bob said, you would you should really think about it before you install it. That's all. But I'll stick with Oversumo. It, it just tells me all kinds of really good information. Makes me feel really it good tells about. me I'm a grandmaster. Yeah, it lies to you. Uh, it li- fucking lies to you is what it does. It Shut says, up, Bob. Oh, you're in <laughs> gold. And you uh, just did all these kills. You're at Grandmaster level. But if you were playing Grandmaster you, players, you would not have those stats. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll see. Well, so we're gonna actually going to get into that in a, in a little bit here. But let's go ahead and move into weekly updates. We'll just cover those quickly. Weekly updates. 
All right, so a couple of quick weekly updates. One, free-to-play weekend coming up September 22nd through the 25th. Is that correct? Wait a second. Yeah, that is correct. That's that's this you're Friday. Play, you're supposed to play my public service announcement for that. Oh, well, I, I, okay. Let's get into the back end of Watchpoint Radio. I told you if I didn't have time before the show, I was going to play it after, Bob. Oh, no. All right, you know? gotcha. Peek behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. It's just you, more invisible, You Bob. just saw the, the great eyes. Thanks, Bob. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Too yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> baby, you want to go to Emerald City? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, th- those no, who... Bro, that's Munchkin Town. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, those who subscribe to the show will definitely get to listen to the PSA. That was going to be a surprise, but now it's not, Bob. Anyway, free to play weekend <laughs> coming up this Friday through uh, through Monday, and now Bob is gonna have to fulfill his promise of playing on the Xbox over the weekend. I'm excited. So check it out because Bob's never played on console before. Have you guys ever played it Overwatch on console? So I'm looking at her face. I'm looking at her face. She's like, "Oh my god, why would I do such a thing?" Are you serious? <laughs> listen, listen. You know, it it happened once. It wasn't my fault. Okay, I was on I was on vacation. And I was away from my PC and I was jonesing and my bro brought it over from his house and it was the only option and I tried it and it was terrible. I was like, I'll do something like May or I'm sorry, like Mercy, because I, I don't, you know, I don't trust, you know, X and Y axis to just like come to me out of nowhere after not having done it for years. So I'm going to, I'm going to go on something where I don't have to aim, right? Yeah. Nope. Here's me running around with the Caduceus staff. Well, <laughs> Here's the thing. I was yeah, gonna ask. I was actually you, gonna tell you something that made me actually want to try. If I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if you play console games, because I mean, I'm, I'm PC master race, but I mean, I like, I, I keep my consoles right here. Like, I'll, I'll play a shooter on the console. Some of them, like Halo, uh, Destiny, because that's let's let's be honest, that it's made for console. <laughs> so like, um, you know, you play those. My 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 uh, console shooting skills have not diminished. If you play console on a semi-regular basis, like if you haven't played for years, I can understand having a really tough time with Overwatch on console. But if you play con- like play console and then go to play Overwatch, I-, I believe that Overwatch has the best shooting mechanics out of any oh, yeah? console game. Yeah, the nice. they have three control types now too. So the first, nice. uh, depending on how far how long you play how long ago you played console, it was just like your standard. X and Y, whatever. You slam the stick to the side if you want to go, you know, all the way right, stuff like that. Then they introduced dual zone, which changes that to the outer circle, the ten per- the ten percent of out of the outer circle. Once you hit that, now it changes how fast it goes, and you can even push it even further. So you can actually react really fast to oh wow various situations. So you might not have had that situation if you had kept up on your console uh, shooting for a little oh, bit. No. Yeah, but no. now they added a new I forget what it's called. I know I did not shoot I know I did not uh uh use it yet. But they have a new uh mode for console controls, which I'm curious to check out when I get it, when I remember to switch over. But I do I actually like Overwatch on console. Um I, I would prefer it on Xbox over the PS4 for sure. Unfortunately, the the Xbox controller just built for shooting uh on console versus the PS4 controller, which is more multi purpose. Uh, obviously, it's still not PC, but dude, if you play a class like Widow, Soldier 76, McCree, like a hitscan class, it is so easy 
if you're coming from PC, it is so easy to rack up those kills. Because on PC, people have more movement options. You know, they jump and shoot. On console, unless you have the special Xbox controller, you are not jumping and shooting. So you're only worried oh, about really? people doing like this. Yeah, like you're only worried about people what? going back and forth. Dude, I yeah. rock. That's I, bullshit. Dude, I rock that shit on console. It makes me feel good. <laughs> it makes yeah, me feel got, good. Like, if you buy the, like, over crazy $150 controller, you've got these little uh, paddles for these two uh fingers um okay i guess for the listeners they're not seeing that uh your middle two fingers whatever they are the ones between your pinky and your your, (laughs) thank you for clearing that up (laughs) but you have all you you have so much more control and so jaw cheats yeah it's 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 definitely not like it's it, I, I, can, I can understand too. why you cheat on console. I mean, you obviously really hate yourself if you're even going to play on console. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, I play with mouse and keyboard, so no, I don't, because you'd have to hack to do that. Yeah. yeah I'm they're, sorry. They played they're, it. So they they yeah, had a problem with that, that on console. That was a total lie, because I haven't played it yet. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had a problem with that on console, where people were buying this device that lets you plug in mouse and keyboard and oh, okay. for a little bit people who were in Grandmaster, I was like almost guaranteed to have that. That's how they were getting ahead. But I warn people, Microsoft tracks every device you plug into your Xbox. And if they do a sweep and you have a device that is not mm. on an approved list, buy Xbox. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're one of those bad people doing bad things in Overwatch. Jeff does not want you in Overwatch. She's very passionate about what Jeff does. not have those people in Overwatch. Listen, last year at BlizzCon, I got to touch him. Oh, what? Then, That's did you touch his butt, though? No. I touched his oh, hand. Missed opportunity. Briefly. I know, but <laughs> ever since then, like, I just, I can't help but, like, trust everything that he says. Uh, like, I, I, I no, felt I love it. Jeff. Yeah, I see what's going and on. Here. When I saw the, like, you know, you got the stuff where they showed Jeff being toxic, I was like, it's one of the most intelligent, toxic motherfuckers I've ever fucking read. <laughs> I am a Jeff Kaplan chaplain. Praise him. Dude, you should probably Praise go him. back and read some of those old forums, like for EverQuest and stuff like that. For oh, yeah. like... He was toxic as hell, but ever like he was very intelligent in his toxicity. He yeah. wasn't just like, fuck you, man. Well, that was a very specific form, though, right? That was he was that was like he was a beta tester for them. Like, if you read those old forms and the beta form, I love, there's a lot of that shit in there, <laughs> you know. And he was one of the biggest guild leaders in EverQuest, and he was he was a very angry dude back then. Yep. Uh, well, let's move on to the next update. Junkrat and Anna have been added to. Heroes, oh, I was going to say Heroes Never Die, sorry. <laughs> They've been added to Heroes of the Storm. Uh, and so has Volskaya Industries. Totally Junk's podcast? Yeah, like, I I don't know. I They keep adding Overwatch characters. Eventually, they'll have the entire cast, I assume. But Junkrat and Anna, neither one of those characters are, neither one of those people are characters that I actually want to see. So I'm curious to see how, how well they do, especially Junkrat. I'm just so tired of seeing Junkrat, period. <laughs> Fuck off. Period. I am just tired of seeing Junkrat. So now he's in Heroes of... Uh, I was going to say Heroes of Overwatch. Goddamn, Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Where are you right now? Uh, yeah. Part of the seams. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm losing it. Also, there have been reported some loot box bugs. I know the first I heard about it was Bob saying he got all duplicates and some loot boxes of his. And some people were actually reporting empty loot boxes as well. However, the empty loot boxes apparently aren't actually empty. You just can't see what you got, which are probably duplicates because the loot boxes are broken and they are uh, they're coming up with a patch. So there's that. The, so just be on the lookout for that. Enjoy duplicates. I, it's a funny thing, right? So everybody was complaining about duplicates before the change. Then when the next event rolls around, I was like, wait a minute. I'm not getting money from duplicates. I can't buy what I want anymore. Yeah, I never minded duplicates. I did because my like it was ridiculous. Like uh, I would buy like a 50 pack on an event and I would get like four of the same legendary. Yeah. I'm like, come the fuck on. Now this event... I no, they just they just gave me trash too. for they just oh, I hate voice lines too. They're fucking cold and stockings. Like I, I fucking hate that shit <laughs> with a passion. I, I never use them. Bob spams them because he's an asshole. So that's why he loves them. But won't I stop, won't stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy mode. Yeah, I I don't like voice lines because one voice line per character is one thing. When they start adding two voice lines per character, I'm like, oh come on, you're doing it on purpose now. You you're just being a dick on purpose. That's like immersion, though. I want to. I want to believe that I'm in the game. The voice I mean, lines wouldn't bother me as much if they were relevant to the event, but most of them weren't. They weren't. They weren't relevant to the know, event. They, they were just, just voice lines that you know they had lying around. It's like, oh, throw that in there, so we can say we have a hundred items for this event. <laughs> well, I like them. I do too, Fist. You know, power yeah. to the voice lines, and that's why we're in America. You can like whatever you want, you know. Usually, usually. <laughs> uh, let's move on to community questions. Uh, we kind of already covered the first one. It actually came from Steve D12. I don't know who Bob, Bob said it was from earlier, but Steve D12 was the one who asked about the uh, the tools for rankings, right? He says, "Here's uh, one." Oh, I thought it was Disco. No, no, it was, uh, this is, I know John talks about Oversumo, and I think Blaze and Bob talked about Master Overwatch, but do you guys recommend everyone use these tools? Do you think they're accurate with their ranking? Nope. So, so Bob doesn't. Not accurate at all. My, so, when I use Oversumo, right, or any of these tools, when it tells me I'm Grandmaster, that just gives me a fuzzy feeling. I know I'm not actually Grandmaster, obviously, uh, but I'm not actually looking at it's saying I'm Grandmaster. Like, see, this thing says I'm Grandmaster. I should be playing in Grandmaster. The SR system is broken. That's not what I'm looking at. What I'm looking at are the stats that I'm getting, you know, per life, right? Uh, am I, I'm, I'm getting high damage per life. I'm, or if I'm playing a wrist, I'm getting high blocking per life. If I play Overwatch for a night and I look at my stats and I'm like, I didn't, get, I didn't do well on blocking tonight. Like I, my, my blocking is low or my damage low. I know what I need to make sure, I, I, what I need to work on, or I, what I need to keep in mind for next time. Like, so for a long time when I played Arisa, I played Arisa uh, for, well, I've been playing Arisa like, since she came out. And I was getting Grandmaster stats on everything except my, uh, my uh, what was it called, amp damage. And it was, all, it was just because I wasn't putting my ultimate down all that much. So I started, it helped me consciously to tell me, like, okay, this is a good spot, put it down, it'll help here. And that's, I actually started doing that more. Or if I'm playing with Soldier and I'm not getting that, doing that much damage, I have to, then the next time I play is like, well, am I not shooting targets? Am I shooting at shields too much? Am I just missing people? And I can address it there. Like, you don't, 
you don't look at the rankings and be like, see, this is where I should be. You want to look at what you're doing because those rankings were changed, like Bob brought up earlier. If you are, if you, oh, actually, perfect example. When I made my Smurf for the first time, we're playing in silver. I'm getting fantastic stats across the board because I'm playing in silver, <laughs> you know. And then, of course, once I got up to a higher ranks, that's when it started to normalize a bit more. And I can actually use those stats to determine how I'm playing. That's how those tools should be used, not to actually determine where you should be. Well, you know what? They make me feel good. So whatever. Yeah. Then that, that's Over, important. Dude, OverSumo like is today. the feel good app for sure. Over, like Oversubo is probably the worst. I would actually say, like the guys from Wawa's boot camp that that we hang out with, grandmasters. You put that, you pull up their stats in over in Oversumo. They're silver because they're playing other grandmasters. Yeah. Because they're playing other grandmasters, <laughs> like, and you just don't get you just don't get the stats. So. Hey, whatever. Over. They get the satisfaction in game. I need it out of it. But yeah. <laughs> one of the good things about over Sumu is that it does give you your stats per minute. So if you compare the stats day to day, you can actually use it as a good tool. Just don't like don't take too much into that grandmaster. And when he's talking about like uh, uh, overbuff, like. Overbuff says you're in this percentile based on your SR. Or you're in this percentile based on your kills per, you know, per 10 minutes. Like, what you have to take into account with those sites is that they, all of these sites only track people who have logged into the site and checked their stuff and authorized Blizzard to give the stats. So, you're only being weighed against everybody who's logged into that site. You're not being weighed against the whole community. And we, our eyes were open to that in season three, when blizzard actually opened up and said the actual stats of who was in, in uh, diamond grand master, master silver. Then you actually saw, Oh, over buff is completely wrong. And then you realized it was because they only have the stats for the people that have actually given authorization. So it's the people that really want to know, but, and, and you can use it as a tool, but it definitely, when you see you are in, you are the 230th Lucio, you're only the 230th Lucio of all, of all the accounts that have logged in to overbuff or master overwatch. Right. right. Yeah, that's why you, 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 I'm sorry, you want to say something, I probably interrupted you. <laughs> oh, not at all. No, I just, I didn't realize that. It makes a lot more sense now, actually. Yeah, you, you should not, like, because I felt really bad in season two when I was using those, those tools. And I was, um, I was gold back then, like low gold. And I was like, wow, I'm in the bottom 80% of players. And I just thought, I was like, man, do I even want to keep playing this game? Yeah. And I played season three. In season three, they actually released it. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, man. Like, I didn't even <laughs> realize. Like, season three, you found out that 2250 was the 50% mark. Yep. Like, if you were there, you were at the 50% mark. And there were 50% of the people in the game that were lower than you and 50% that were higher than you. And you had no idea that. So 
Overbuff told me that I was in the bottom 70 or 80%. And I was just like, okay, all right. You can't really, you have to take this with a grain of salt and you have to use it just comparing yourself. Yeah. Right. That, that's, that's, I think that's the key to it. Uh, I'm on Thorns bus though, because I know that when I have a rough Overwatch night and I know I did good in the bed, I'm totally looking at Oversumo at those fucking medals, like <laughs> look at that grand tweeting that shit yeah, out. Grandmaster Arissa, Master Soldier seventy six. These people don't know how to play. Like, you know, <laughs> I am not the problem. Yeah, exactly. It's not me. I'm not the problem. You need you that type of. Do you look at that stuff in bed, or actually, like, yes, you at least that is... have to be alone for that. Not always alone. Not always. No, not always. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. It'd be a little sad, but yeah, I get you. Well, yeah. Please, one more, one moment, my medals. You need that. You need that type, type, that type of reinforcement for it to have a good night's sleep. You know that positive reinforcement. So. Absolutely, with this. I call it too. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. Positively <laughs> reinforce myself right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we did get an email, like I said earlier, from the Syrinx, and uh, this is going to be the last thing we do before we go ahead and close up. But it was kind of lengthy, so I was like, I'm just going to add the community questions. We had talked. We were actually more on more than one occasion. We've talked about comms or lack of comms in games and how that kind of uh, causes problems in lower tiers. So he has some things to say about that. He says, Ja, I want to bring up comms, particularly team chat and OW and get your feedback on some of the opin- on some of the opinions. I think that unless you are a six stack with people you know, comms are actually more of a hindrance than any kind of help. I don't know, I won't say any kind of help, but I'm going to continue. And even then, if you are a stick stack with people you know, they can still sometimes hurt gameplay. The main reason I believe this is because of how much sound can affect the game. Footsteps, as well as various abilities, are often quite loud and can give player immense amount of information regarding an enemy position and even what abilities might be on cooldown. Being in comms greatly decreases the player's ability to perceive these subtleties, which can be the difference between winning and losing a fight, especially on the flanks. All of the information that a shot caller and or other random teammate chatter can give isn't always helpful. However, being intensely focused on the sound in the game is always helpful. My other point is that while shot calling can be useful, unless you are playing with a team that regularly that with a team regularly, it can be inconsistent, unreliable, and sometimes even false if a person who is shot calling and doesn't know what they're doing. If you're a team, I get it, but most of us aren't, and the additional noise just prevents you from gathering important audio information. Finally, comms can be an incredible source of toxicity. Yeah, well, we've been, we've been talking about that. <laughs> it can cause a team tilt faster than a speed-boosted tracer. It just takes one person to start being negative for the whole team to pick up on it, and at that point, the game is already lost. A great way to avoid this is just not to be in team chat. No one is perfect, and even the most level-headed gamer can get tilted to a toxic teammate. Staying out of team chat can prevent can help prevent that if your team tilts, you'll still be able to see when they make a Hanzo throw pick, but being out of chat helps avoid that extra play- layer of confusion, or a- extra layer of frustration. I know there are always exceptions. I'll still join comms sometimes when I'm playing with one of my friends, but I'll always just keep it just the two of us. I've adopted this sound-based rather than team chat-based style of gathering info this season, and I've already moved from low gold to mid-plat diamond here I come. Thanks for reading. Sorry, I ran a little long. Wrong. I look forward to any discussion this email might create. As always, thank you for the amazing content each week. You and Bob are entertaining and informative. Sincerely, Syrinx Bates. 
Okay. So nice. can, I, well can I start email? Absolutely. I, I will let you go first. I just I just want to say I I like the exception made in this email about team based chat because there there is actually a a couple of really great articles out there about team based chat from Tempo Storm. I think it has one of them um that they've been updated a few different times. Um and when I say Tempo Storm, I mean the Heroes of the Storm team of theirs, at least. Um, but I, the only reason I know this is that once upon a time I had a Heroes of the Storm team that was I would I would call semi amateur at best. Uh, we did not go anywhere at all, <laughs> at all, but we tried, and we were serious enough about it to define things like comms. So we even down to so so the point that Syrinx was making as far as um, keeping comms clear. Um, is of a different level of importance due to the 360 degree hearing that you need to do for awareness in this game. I totally understand that. In Heroes of the Storm, it was not quite that level of personalized, you know, around you awareness. So it wasn't really as much of an issue, but it would, would still cover things up. So we had very clear direction um, that we decided on as a team that we followed. Um, so for example, if we were um, trying out a, a new teammate, if their name was Encyclopedia, we would we would decide what the one, um, you know, what the one syllable version of your your name is. Everybody was one syllable because right. it's it's the minimum amount of comms possible. Um, we decided on on common terms to use, you know, stack, spread, you know, those sorts of things that were, you know, one syllable as short as possible. Quickly, only yeah. certain people are calling out certain types of things. You know, at one point we had um, kind of a dual shot caller thing going where one was calling um, overall map mechanics for all shot calling uh, for, the, for the full map itself. And the other one was calling, um, you know, individual engagements. So, you know, it, then it got really important that the things were very specific. So I like that Syrinx was thinking in terms not only of personal improvement on this, but also in making that allowance for what is very, very, very different, which is the professional communication on this. Absolutely. And I think what I think what he's what he's what he's alluding to is like a team, a, a like you were a team, so you guys worked out your actual calls. He's talking about in the comp ladder when you're duo queuing, single queuing, and and yeah, what you're totally yeah, what what you're talking about is like is like spot on, like. But like, if I'm gonna give him advice, what I do oftentimes, like when people are arguing in comp, I actually just say, "Okay, guys, clear comps, clear comps," uh, and they'll they'll like keep arguing for a second. I'll get, all right, all right, guys, we got it, clear comps, clear comps, and like, that's all I have to do to stop that. Like, they, I don't think it's. What he's saying is he thinks it's a hindrance. I don't think it is. I think if if at least one person speaks up and says the wrong stuff, if they at least call a target, that target dies like that. Like that if everybody listens and focuses that target, that target dies. Like those games where you're like, how did I just die? What what just happened? That's because the team focused you. And that's huge. Now, yes. You can be, and depending on the SR level you're at, like if you're in silver and someone's trying to call targets, like yeah, you might have a, 
you might have a problem, but if someone's Bro, I'm a made grandmaster it, on my main. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if someone's made it into high gold, you should probably just listen to them because if they're willing to talk, which is not a not an easy thing to do, it took me like I do a podcast, and it took me a long time to get comfortable enough to talk in every game and call targets because it's a lot of pressure. And if someone's willing to do that, let them try and just listen to them. Just give them a chance. You might end up winning that game because just because you guys focused, maybe he calls the wrong target, you know, but since he called a target, everybody attacks them and their team is attacking five different people. And since your team attacked one target, even though it's the wrong target, they died. Then they attack the next target. They died. It can help out a lot, but yes, I do agree that if there's too much chatter, then it can definitely hinder your ability to hear what's going on. And sound is very important in Overwatch. So that's the case. You know, maybe a person should turn their voice comms down a bit and turn their, you know, sound effects up a little bit. Because I mean, I use a really good headset, so I hear regardless but i actually have two controls on the headsets that i use to turn down voice and to turn up so if i'm having a problem with someone being a little loud i could kind of adjust it on the fly nice but that's what i that's what i think about it yeah what about you test i think that um a team that is using comms to at least attempt to communicate against a team that is not using voice comms will always win. I think that if it's, if it even the slightest, like even if one guy is saying, hey, behind you, and you turn around and shoot that guy, like that is helpful. I think that is completely invaluable. And yes, like you will get people that are, you know, having open mic and all you can hear is them like sniffling and chewing and stuff, but it's easy to just, you know, step out of comms for a while or like tell that person that their mic's open or, you know, like you can, you can turn that off, no problem. And I know that, in Overwatch, listening is a huge component to gameplay, but it's not the only component. Sometimes I'll go in listening to music just because I don't want to stop listening to music. And it, like, try it sometime. Like, it literally forces you, if you can't hear anything in the game, it forces you to be 20 times more vigilant. And I don't recommend it, especially if you're doing comp, but it, it just, it, it'll, it'll show you, you know, just how, uh, you know, taking sound away your other senses, quote unquote, will will kick in. So, All right, Daredevil. Actually, <laughs> that's funny that you say that because when I made my third Smurf, I played nothing but Hanzo, just as like shits and giggles. And get out! I, He's a terrible person. That's why. And I placed. <laughs> Go home. I placed at thirteen at thirteen hundred, and then one night, I was I was a little bit, yeah, I was drunk. And (laughs) I just turned off comms, put in the freaking headphones, blasted all of my favorite Overwatch, uh, my Overwatch parodies, which I enjoy more than the real songs, which is weird, but just blasted those, literally listened to no comms, no in-game sound, played Hanzo, gained 600 rank in (laughs) three hours. Nice. 600 and went up to gold. I think it's funny you well, bring, almost to gold. Bring that up because I think some characters 
require more communication than other characters. That's another thing. I think Hanzo does like not... Like Sombra most. Yeah, like, I think, like, Hanzo doesn't require that. Like, you could just be watching what's happening. You'd be watching the flow of the fight and picking people off as you, as you, you know, uh, as you uh, see them. But, like, certain heroes, like, like you said, Sombra, uh, they need to communicate or, you know... Um, Know, Divas, Winston's, Reinhardt's like, my shield's going down, you need to move Absolutely. away. <laughs> you know, you need that. That's the same thing in, in, in WoW as well. Like, we're avid raiders, and a lot of the time we have to say clear comms for heals or clear comms for tanks or tanks and heals. Like, it is important depending on what your role is. But if, if you're a, a friggin' Hanzo, just like minding his own business, listening to Overwatch parodies, like, all you have to do is be that lone wolf. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and just be vigilant. But I think it just depends on, like, your play style, what you're comfortable with. But no matter what, I think that if somebody's attempting to communicate with you to help further the game, then there's a better chance of winning. So I think that if you can find a way to be comfortable with people talking to you in the game, then I think that you should take that avenue because it can be more helpful than you know honestly uh, i agree, I agree. it's I mean, extremely powerful i i hear what uh Serenx is saying and i i don't think anything he is saying is wrong but the trade-off no. of actually using communications i think is is greater than what he's he's mentioning here i mean you do have some games where somebody is blasting music in comms or they're going off in comms and maybe that one person yeah maybe you didn't hear you didn't hear that bastion stomping behind your line you know because he does stomp make no mistake about that um or roadhog coming uh and you didn't hear that you you know miss it because of that so we didn't hear symmetra's like you know, heels click clacking towards you. You know, I, I do get that, but at the same time, I've had more positive experience with comms on than off because there's been some nights I've never done it in comp before. But if I play quick play, I'm not talking to you people. <laughs> like I'm just gonna turn <laughs> some music on and I'm just gonna play the game. Um, I just I like to talk to people. Bob, so I, he so does I, like uh, to talk to people. I hate but, when people hey. talk to me in quick play. It's like I don't know you. A I don't know you anything. Tale. Very cautionary tale. Yes, just yesterday, Melissa and I are playing comp. And this dude was playing music. And I was like, all right, dude, I am muting him. Because we were talking in Discord and we were three we were we were three queuing. And she goes, I'm gonna give him till the match starts. If he doesn't do it, then I'm gonna mute him. I was like, all right, th- all right, I'll wait. So we waited. He stopped the um, the second that the timer went to to zero and the match started, and then he had great comms from that point on. So if I would have if I would have muted him, there were several times I wouldn't have known someone was behind me because I mm-hmm. wouldn't have heard his I wouldn't have heard his call out, and like I was gonna mute him because he's playing this asshole fucking music, like, <laughs> and it was pissing me off. But I didn't, and it actually. It actually helped me and and benefit and benefited me and I we actually won the match. So thank you, Mel Arena. Yeah, I thought one thing control. that's important to note too, because a lot of the listeners of the show, like obviously we have a lot of PC listeners, but we also have a lot of console listeners, which is why I started playing on the Xbox in the first place. And comms are a little different there. Because right now, like on PC, people are in front of their computers. Your computers are usually in your room or somewhere spe- or somewhere separate or something like that. 
when you're a console player, you have another element there because a lot of people play consoles in their living rooms, which may sure. be right outside of their kitchens, especially if you live in, a, in an apartment. I can't tell you how many times I have been playing on console and I will hear dishes in the background getting washed. Somebody turns the dishwasher on. I hear kids. somebody's mom yelling at them or something God like damn that. It, Jimmy. Yeah, yelling at their brother or some shit like that. I'm like, God damn, dysfunctional family. But like, yeah, like that that is also another element. And I believe in the series is a he is an Xbox player. So that's another thing that he has to deal with on top of that. Oh, oh that changes so, conversation well, completely. I've got the I've got the fix for this. Maybe not be a console player. Ah! And then your life will get better in all aspects. See, I fixed it. You see, Master Race. Call him a fixer. Yeah. Now, uh, one thing, because, you know, uh, Thorne, you brought up clear comms and. One of the reasons I don't talk that much in game in the first place isn't just because I'm not anti, it's because I'm antisocial, because I kind of don't want to necessarily talk to people all the time. I mean, I, I do podcasts, you know, that's enough for me. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I used to play, you know, competitive Unreal Tournament, Counter-Strike, Call of Duty, Battlefield, all those games. And in those games, you keep comms clear, you speak efficiently, you know, you call something catwalk, you don't call it that ramp in the middle of the map, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, because they're military grade communications on purpose, right? Exactly. Like it keeps or things at least military esque. It, it military esque. They want it, a lot of people do take it a little bit more seriously than that, but they shouldn't. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, you keep comms clear and you only speak when you need to. Um, the Overwatch community is a little weird, right? And the reason I say that is because at this point in this game's life, most of the people playing this game, if you're playing in, I would say, high gold or above, you pro- you would think that people would use the callouts that have been designated to these maps because the maps have callouts. The maps have locations, you know, where certain health packs are, stuff like that. There are official calls for that stuff. But it's very rare that I hear people actually call those locations. Which I think is kind of strange. I think it has a lot to do with the Overwatch community being a bit more casual than your average shooter community. You know, and I, I, thought, I thought that was that was a little weird. We've, we've shared maps before that had all the callouts on our Twitter before, and it would be a lot really cool if people actually started using them. But the reason like I can't use them in game is because I'll say them. I was saying them for a little bit, and people were like, "What?" I'm like, dude, <laughs> where the vase is over there, <laughs> you know, like that. So yeah, it's... what cactus wearing a sombrero? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? So yeah, it, it it wasn't effective, but I think like that that would that would greatly help communications because even in, like in well, I, I haven't played CS going a long time, so I can't comment on that. But like in Source, even if I went into a public server, people were still making calls like catwalk, long a, short a. You know, they were definitely playing like Eye of the Tiger while they were running down Catwalk or something like that. <laughs> but, but like, you know, they would still call it those things. And in and, and Overwatch, you you don't really see them. I love that. I would love to see the Overwatch community actually pick up calls and and use them. I mean, you don't have to be super hardcore to 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 do the calls either. Like, it's not something that only pros use, or you know, it's hard to remember. It's not much if you be, if you're playing enough, especially to be in Diamond, you know. Even high platinum, Definitely. like you, you're playing enough to to use the calls, like you'll remember them. So uh, I just thought that was interesting. That really don't see that in Overwatch that much, but 
Uh, thanks, Syrinx, for writing in. He, like, he, like, he's been listening to our show for a long time, and I just haven't heard from him for a while, so it's good to see that you're still listening to the show. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you. I, pr- I promised my uh, my Xbox friends that I would be playing Xbox more frequently, and i gotten through half of my placement matches so far. Uh, I need to get through the other half, but um, I think in a, in, a, in a week or so, people will understand why I haven't been playing so much as I... As I, as I uh, Said oh what we got we got some surprises coming, so what are they? They're surprises. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all right, well I think that's gonna wrap us up. We've been talking for a long time. We I've been ha- I've had a great time. Thank you guys very much for coming on. This has been awesome. Thanks for having us. Yes. Nope, nope, Thanks for having us. No really problem. No problem at all. Usually at this point if we have a guest, the guest is kinda like rocking on their channel, like, okay, we're gonna end this thing. You know, I gotta go. So that's ridiculous. I just <laughs> can you tell us the surprises later? I think I can do that um, for do you. Do we have to wait? Because I, I guess I can wait, but I just I hate waiting. I, I think I can do that for you. So just okay, guest privilege, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, we could. We could say something. No, don't do that. I just I want to know. I want to feel special. Uh, no, we the, the surprise will come me. soon enough. It will come soon enough. She wants to be special. We will make her special today. But I mean, it's I mean, it's it's this week, right? Probably, yeah. So, like I said, Bob's I mean, advocating been, for everybody else. Like, no, we're gonna make one person feel special today. Well, I have a limit on special people for the day, and this right, has that guys, slot for the yes. day. So, prepare to wait. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, watch, guys. Um, we do have. Oh, okay. We do have compliments of Gabius Christ, some rapid-fire questions. That is true. I forgot about those. Now, I want to ask you guys, I got just, it's uh, just a handful of rapid-fire of rapid fire questions. Be real quick. Um, the answers got to be real quick. Would you rather Thist go? Would you rather Thorn go? Or would you rather Thist. me alt? Would you rather be alternate? Thist, all the way. Thist? No contest. <laughs> all right, Thist, you ready? As I will ever be, I guess. All right, Thist. Hot dogs, mustard or ketchup? Mustard. All right, delete one. Weird science one, overpower one. May Hanzo Bastion. Um, delete Hanzo, overpower May. And then weird science Bastion? Yeah. Okay. Favorite pod podcast for real uh smodcast favorite blizzard release title legion lost vikings yes or no yes game genie or capcom code game genie new york style pizza or chicago deep dish new york okay Thank you, nice. Gabius. Gabe, nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. See, I used to, I recently stopped living in New York. I mean, Chicago. And Chicago's just awful. So that's, 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 that's not. I like Chicago. Now, now. Now, now. Chicago is just awful. Oh, really? And it's pizza, okay. too. It's a, it's a big fucking city. Like, uh, I mean, it's the second biggest, right, in the United States besides New York. Is that right? I think LA might actually be bigger, but it's more spread out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it's kind of a moot point anyway because I'm actually Canadian. So I prefer Canadian style pizza, which is way better than all y'all pizzas. 
Are you stupid stuffed pizza and your stupid thin pizza? With Canadian bacon? No, it's just better. Fried ham. <laughs> <laughs> Although I used to I used to do a podcast called the Mashcast, and uh, one of our hosts was Canadian, and I and I was like. Always would ask about the Canadian bacon. I was like, "Do you actually call this Canadian bacon?" He's like, "No, we do not call that Canadian bacon. Yeah, it's totally an American. It's it's like it's like French fries. That's why I thought it was funny to ask. Yeah, I'm not that stupid or ignorant. Is the word (laughs) I should use? That's just ignorant. All right. Well, why don't you guys tell them where the uh, where our audience can find you guys? Um, well, uh, you can find us at laggingballs.com. That's sort of like the umbrella of everything. Uh, we do a weekly podcast about all Blizzard games except StarCraft, but only because we don't play it. We don't sound stupid. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at fist03. You can follow Thorn on Twitter at thornbrow. And uh, we don't recommend that you type in lagging balls to Google image search unless you're feeling frisky. Uh, also, don't look us up on Reddit or... Uh, you know, any other website where people have opinions. The dark web. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks again for coming on. This was awesome. I had a great time. I had a really Thorn. shitty day, too, and Thorn. now my day is great. So, <laughs> Thank Thorn, you I much. need something from you before the show's over, though. You got it, right? Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, th- we're going to go ahead and close up here then. Uh, for everybody who is not on the live stream now, we do live stream every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Uh, also coming to that channel, uh, Nick from Wild Talk and Torn the Goblin are going to be moving both of those shows onto that channel. So uh, that's awesome. Hey, actually, he'd probably be broadcasting tonight if we weren't doing it. Like, there was a little... Um, Snafu. So usually they're going to do that on Wednesdays, I think, for Turn of God, but we'll get that information out. Um, as always, we want to hear your Overwatch stories. So if you have any funny stories, angry stories, send them over. We love to talk about them, love to hear about them. We do have a PS4 community and the Xbox One Club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So if you join those, uh, you know, we can get some games in together when I do play console. We also have a Discord that, like I mentioned earlier, is discord.me slash Mash those buttons so hop on that and join the conversation anybody can do that we have people from all platforms of overwatch on the match those buttons discord so definitely come and check it out i always like to talk about heroes of overwatch it's a facebook group that has people playing overwatch from all platforms pc ps4 xbox one you can find groups there or you can just look at the dankest overwatch memes the admins there are really cool so i definitely suggest checking out heroes of overwatch I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We're available on multiple podcast platforms, iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, SoundCloud, Podbean. And we do have an RSS feed for those of you who have a different podcatcher. Our links are available right on the Mashless Buttons website. You can follow the podcast at Watchpoint Radio on Twitter. We also have twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Would our guests like to give out your Twitters? Oh, yeah, we did. But fine, why don't you do it this time? Do it again. You can find Fist at, at Fisto3, and you can find me at Thornbrow. And you can find Laggy Balls at Laggy Balls. There you go. And Spelled like, just like it sounds. Yes. <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> You can find me at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. 
And you can find me on Twitch at Blazing Bob. Yes, and you can find me at underscore ja underscore. So that's underscore J A A underscore on Twitter. Uh, we definitely love hearing from you guys. So you know, if you have any comments or thoughts on our discussion or any questions, just you can send them to WPR mashlessbuttons.com or you can hit us up on Twitter, hit us up in the Discord. Just just talk to us. Okay, that's really all we're asking for. A little bit of uh, a little bit of response. You know. So. You just want a little bit of, just a little bit of love. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a snuggle. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we love we love hearing from you guys. Uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others. Uh, another way that really helps us out is to give us a rating and review on iTunes. I mean, we still love you even though we didn't get one this week, but it's okay. Those are a tremendous help to the show. We really appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen to the podcast and then go back later and add a rating and review. It's awesome. Uh, we also have uh, merchandise available right on the website. Just go to matchbuttons.com slash stores, and you can buy a Watchpoint Radio shirt if you want to help that way, or a mug. Bob usually holds it up by now, but he's slacking today, so I uh, no. Giving Bob a chance. Uh, there you go, Bob. Product placement not on point this week, but we'll forgive Bob for the week. The meta is not gospel. <laughs> wow, that's a nice mug. Yeah. I drink out of that every day. Yeah, see? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, as always, if you, I suggest you check out the rest of the shows on Mashless Buttons. Just go to mashlessbuttons.com slash shows to see all the other podcasts we have available from you know World of Warcraft, uh, The Division, Destiny, which is pretty hot right now, and uh, fighting games. So I highly suggest you check that, guy, uh, that stuff out. It's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it for us. Thank you very much again for this and Thorne for coming on the show. Had a great time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we've significant, uh, you know, sufficiently made fun of Bob. So that's really my goal oh, here. Oh, yeah. That's why we were here. So we should yep. yeah, all we'll, about, we'll miss you guys. Yeah. It's all about the Bob. Yep. So make it fun of. I tried. I couldn't come up with anything. That that's awful. why we make fun of Bob. So. Awful. Uh, but thanks a lot again for coming on and thank you guys for listening we will catch you next week can I get a bye Felicia from Fist Uh, bye Felicia can I get bye Felicia from Ja bye Felicia can I get a bye Felicia from the man bye Felicia (laughs) and I don't need to do it (laughs) see ya